Yo, what's going on? We're back again. Recipe is podcast episode 66. I'm joined by Backup Pangman, Big AO, Manny the Hooper. We're going to do our usual, um, which is reviewing Dynamite. We're going to talk some news, uh, some CM Punk stuff is popping back up, which is obviously always, uh, <laughs> it's always interesting on this channel. But um, yeah, first things first, everyone like, subscribe. Uh, super chat if you're feeling generous as always it's always much appreciated but we're gonna go around and see how everyone's doing ao your first appearance on a thursday in a it's in like a couple of weeks been a couple of weeks the people always missing you you know uh you it's do your little AO, running video on back nigga this nigga hollywood hangman adam pierce or oh, my fault he did a whole gimmick change a whole fucking a whole presentation change because he wasn't over anymore Got new gear. So pussy ran away pussy ran away from the territory <laughs> He got scared of new top faces in town. This, the people, yo, y'all seen them on Pierce numbers lately? And then y'all seen the Russell Pierce flat, quote unquote, flagship show numbers? Hancock is killing the fucking territory, my nigga. Y'all thought he was a top guy. Y'all thought he was a top guy. When Russell Pierce started, right? Let me peel back the curtain. When Russell Pierce started, Mattel Bedford, he went up to Hangman. Hangman used to have some clout. Hangman used to, used to have some clout in this business, right? Went up to Hangman, he was like, bro. I really, I, I really want you part of this, bruv. I really think that, you know, we could do something special here, bruv. No, 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 You see, Hangman had his nice little run. Then Big A.O. stepped out on the scene, nigga. You see what the fuck going on now. You top guy. I'm pure as drawn the numbers. I'm pure as drawn the gates. I'm pure as uh, everything, bro. I'm pure as on top. Hang cut. What are we talking about, little boy? You're killing the territory. You took your ball. You went home for a little break. You tried to come <laughs> back and get a return pop. Didn't work out for you, nigga. You came back to knives and bombs. <laughs> Yo, Ivy, you're going to just take that, you know? He's sending uh, no. shots early, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he he started pretty early. Monty, uh, thank you for having me uh, as a regular member of the flagship show. I'm happy to be here for all my people who love and support Backup Hangman. Uh, he, he referred to me as Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce at the start of this. That's that's not my name. My name is Ibu of Russell Pierce. Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce is dead and gone. <laughs> not because of anything regarding AO, but because it was just time to move on, you know, because smart people in this business know when it's time to change. You know, AO is going to hang on to the you know, the, the the catchphrases and the gimmicks and stuff like that, because that's his I don't have thing. A single, I don't have a single catchphrase. I don't have a single the catchphrase. The reason why he stopped showing up and on the was flagship, not a guys, the reason why he stopped showing up on the flagship was he knew that if he stayed on too much and overexposed himself, it was going to wear thin. There's only so many times he can do the, he can do the one 450 splash before people get bored. You know, I'm happy he's here now because I'm going to demolish him the way i used to back in the day you know it's been a while since the reason why the reason why i'm not on the flagship show every week because i have a job my nigga you <laughs> over here you got your mommy and daddy paying all your bills you got Israel true. paying all your bills <laughs> that's you, not true I, you you in the dms of the Russell purist galaxy begging them for 50 dollars here 50 dollars there not. talking about yo i don't got no gas in my tank that oh, is not far. True. Far, help me out. I don't got no gas in my tank. <laughs> I am not damn, borrowing money damn, from far. Damn, damn, help food. me out. Help me out. I need some Wawa. Like, come on, bro. I need some Wawa. Yo, I gotta say, I gotta say, I I didn't know what the hell Wawa was. And when Pete would talk about eating Wawa macaroni, I was like, yo, what? Like, what is he talking about? I'm thinking it's like some Sonic level shit, right? I had some Wawa for the first time last week. It's pretty fire. You know what I mean? Wawa's not bad. Caveman. I'm not an uncouth caveman, you know, that that's that's closer to yourself, you know. Uh, but look, AO, I'm glad you finally showed your face because at some point you got to face the music, you know, the music of Backup Hangman. Do you so, see what's going on in the chat right now? 
let's see right here. Uh, you know, he always bombs goal. and knives and, nah, and I see, I see, Mr. I see Mr. Hanky's say. I see Mr. Hanky's say. There's a hangman pack. It's crazy, bro. Uh, so Manny, though, real quick, pack, bro. Uh, we got we got to check in with Manny. Uh, how how you been the past couple days? You normally got a good story for us. What you been up to? Uh, I don't got much, you know. My my son's got KD. You know that was all happy about that. Then I got a Powerade. I found in my fridge, pour some water in, and I ruined it. So I mean, <laughs> top tips from Manny. You know, don't do Man, that. Since when are you a Suns fan, bro? Always been. A, it's my second favorite team, bro. You you've been <laughs> you've been you've been Spurs uh, ride or die since I've since I've known you. Yeah, Charles Barkley's my favorite power, my favorite player of all time. This is nasty. <laughs> no explanation. Yeah, 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 I want to say. And, then I, and I was always a fan of uh, Amari Stoudemire and uh, and Steve Nash. Monty, you do you fancy yourself a a neutral host? I mean, I guess, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I, I got to do what I got to do, you know. If if you consider yourself, and I, I noticed, did you get a haircut, Monty? I can see it on the sides. <laughs> this thing got the bald on the sides, you see well, that? No one cares, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. He's just peeking out haircuts on the rest of podcast. I looked at you, hey, no, don't even make it like that. I'm just saying, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, Monty got the, you know, he got the freshie. But nah, listen, if you fancy yourself an unbiased host, you need to put up on the screen that I'm getting some real love this time on the chat. I'm seeing some hate. I haven't put the hate up either. So listen, hey, listen. Every anytime <laughs> it's um, <laughs> get up to the chat, Your Honor. Uh, listen, I think you look great today, Your Honor. I think compliment in hair cuts and shit. Bro. Hey, buddy. Yo, this is how you know Monty's balding, bro. He got a freshie and he's still putting the hat on, son. Like, that's Listen, crazy. People, bro. The people he just... used to, bro. You know? bro nah, but he like, just got the... Cook, bro. There's nothing wrong with being bald. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll... Listen, when the day comes, I'll be ready for it, you know? Yo, I, get, he, I think I can he, get away with it. Monty used to be like, bro, bro, my hair is messed up in it. I can't take my heart off, bro. It's a, it's a, it's a proper mess, bro. It's a proper mess on the top, yeah. And Just this like now, that. Got, yeah. And then now, now he's bald, and he's still got a hat, son. That's crazy. Anyway, far five triple two. We punklicons versus receiver crats. There's gonna be a lot of that today, especially when we get to the scene <laughs> and stuff, you know. Uh, Appreciate the super chat as always, far. Uh, the Ball 199. Appreciate you too. Big AO, a true big baller. Big AO never lost. That's a fact. Undefeated. Never yeah. lost. Triple B. That's never not lost. I want to address Mike's comment real quick. Yes. Respect to Sean Marion. Fun fact Sean about Manny. Fun fact I tried copying Sean Marion's shot when I first learned how to play basketball. Did not Bad work. Bad idea. Why, yeah, why would you really do that, bad. Manny? You saw the, the, the cool. weirdest shot in NBA history, and you was like, yo, I need that. I never played basketball, and I like Sean Marion. So I was like, oh, I, tried, I showed that to my coach, and my coach said, yeah, you're never going to do that again. To explain how insane this is, right? This is like a guy who's never wrestled saying, I'm going to learn how to wrestle from watching and imitating how low-key wrestles. Bro, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like it's like trying to play Monty. It's like trying to play football, but every time you kick the ball, you do it with the bottom of your heel, son. Like not not the tip of your not the tip of your feet and shit, the bottom of your fucking heel. 
Like, that's how fucked up his shot was. And Manny said, I need that. <laughs> Marion has literally the most mechanically insufficient form ever in the history of shooting. And, and, and Manny said, I'm, I'm going to copy this dude's shot. Yeah, that's when he told me, you know, you're going to be in the post and be like Shaq. You're going to learn how to play like Shaq. And he gave me highlights to watch of him and Charles Barkley. And I decided that I'd rather play like Barkley. That's hilarious. I need to see highlights of Manny playing basketball. Uh, uh, listen, guys, we, we, we have wait, a hundred... why are we Wait, 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 wait. Why are we talking about Punk again today? Why? Yeah, what it's... happened? David yeah, we'll, Meltzer we'll has, we'll has a new it. anecdote we'll regarding it. Punk. And, and Monty will yeah, we'll get into it. Before, yeah. before you get into it, though, Monty, I do want to thank everybody who's passed by the pod tonight. Uh, we have 144 people already watching oh, the show. Already, already just, and we're still got, we still got people filing in guys. You guys are the best fan base. Any wrestling podcast could ask for, you know, a black owned wrestling podcast with four black men on the screen right now, you know, just wait, doing wait, our wait, wait. talking wrestling. So one, what I said. two, and, and so <laughs> three, and so, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling on the fourth, bro. <laughs> and so look, I, I appreciate everybody for being here. You know what I mean? We have fun. We talk wrestling here. If you guys can like the video, that would be great for us. And it would help me. Uh, not to admit that I'm broke, like AO said, but it would help me pay my bills if you like this video. You're so please make poor, like bro. You're poor. <laughs> I'm not poor. It's just said I am not a fan. I'm contractually obligated to be here. That's... Bro, it's a, it's a real one, bro. She uh, she watches the product. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Just, you know, we value we value Israel a lot around here. You know, so, absolutely. As always, anyone from the rest of Purist Galaxy or from the team itself, you know. We got a few more super chats. Speaking of which, Respiratory's Galaxy, almost the leader of the galaxy. <laughs> My Far man, Fortune for two again, $2. Not the media scrum script from Ibu. Why should I get over bro. with the Resperious Galaxy, son? He thinks if you hey, follow y'all, he thinks I, I, if he, 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 he sucks y'all dick, he thinks if you follows y'all nuts and shit, y'all forget how much y'all hate this fucking loser, son. And I don't no, know. You no, know, you know what it is? You know what it is, AO? They're remembering how much they love me. You know, you mm. pull the wool over their eyes. <laughs> and I just want to say this to, to my fan base. I don't even consider them. You guys aren't fans. Fan I'm a normal base. person. Yeah, Come it's on. not a fan base. It's a community. We're brother. You fucking, you think it, you, it's a community. You think so much better than niggas. You no, I don't. I don't like you, bro. I never, I've never in my life called any of these people fans. Not, you, you were calling people. fans off the air. You were like, look at my fans. Look at my fans for the pull up. That, that's cap. You see, you see, that's cap. Record me next time and post it. <laughs> I got you. I'll expose you. No, here's the truth, everybody. You guys are brothers and sisters in this beautiful community that we've cultivated. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate even the tomatoes and the bombs. You know, I, I know I know that it's it's with love and I appreciate it. And so I'm happy you guys are showing out for Back of Hangman. Um even if AO may be the, the, the spicier, more exotic thing going on, um, I appreciate you guys appreciating what I bring to the table. This nigga just so. called a grown man spicy and exotic. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Sprouts199, appreciate yeah. AO, my sexuals for life. Uh, more, more. We, appreciate the, we appreciate the $2. Far, far cheaper two again. $5. Big AO is the draw. Mm. Amen. Mm. That's what you do. You know those Ompiorus numbers last hey, week. Man. You know? Men, yeah. men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Mm. 
Look at this. <laughs> Ken Wolf got uh, big AO save my blazing daughter from a burning building. Can't you do that? Not only, not only can you can not do, do that, that, bro. Not only can you not do that. He's a nigga who they talking about stop Asian hate from. You feel me? Oh my god! <laughs> Hollywood hangman Adam Pierce is a racist. <laughs> what? Poor Ken and his poor blazing daughter. Oh my goodness, Ken! I wish nothing but the best for you, your wife, and your blazing daughter. Hmm. I do. Some serious, I, accusations, I, serious accusations, bro. I, yeah. I, I pray for Ken's family every morning. Here we go. This is this is what we're talking about here. Jamie Ross, head writer over at WrestlePurist.com. I'm on Manny's team with the ten pound super chat. That's what this one means. Someone said in the chat earlier, where was it? Was it dude man? Real ones will pick Manny's side, you know. Sometimes, you know, you go with the dark horse, you know, you gotta do it. Do what man, you, you don't do. even know what side he's on, bro. He got like fucking 18 <laughs> basketball teams over there. He's got 317 different lucha masks, bro. Man, who's your favorite luchador? Active. My, and all time. Active? All time yeah. is Blue Panther. I don't really have an active one right now. I mean, oh, Bandito or uh, Roos. All right, all right, all right. Mm, bro, it. Manny, yo, I see. I'm, I'm going to expose Manny right now. Manny was no, doing no. the most. Manny was doing the most, by far, the most concerned trolling over Roosh when Roosh signed the AEW. Bro, Manny was in the space of I don't know. Roosh and his family, they're not good eggs. You see what they did in Ring of Honor? You see what they was doing in Mexico? And I was like, Manny, bro, it's cool. They know how to act when they're on big stages. They ain't they ain't act up in New Japan. They're definitely not gonna act up in AEW. And Manny's like, I don't know, bro. He's a real car. He said, oh, fuck. And now look. Man, you know, like, pretending like he was, he was always Team Rouge from day one. When, it was, when he really wasn't, bro. You wasn't. It was me. <laughs> Ayo. I was reading Rob Viper tweets, man. Come on. I was reading the thread. <laughs> you, let, you, let, you let that gringo Rob Viper turn you against your countrymen. That's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy how, how, how that presumably Caucasian man has controlled the narrative of so many Mexican men in wrestling. That is insane, bro. Yeah. Rob Viper tell y'all well, not to like a luchador. Y'all don't like that luchador I'll... no more. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about Rob Viper. I like his Google Drives. Uh, 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 <laughs> Imagine Manny gets banned from his Google Drives. Yo, listen. Could you, man, man, be like, yo, Rob, you got the new CMLO joy? He just <laughs> you, thought, you, thought, you thought I ain't listening to that last podcast, fuck nigga? <laughs> nah, no CMLO for you, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yo, Rob, yo, holla at me. Yo, Rob, I'm trying to get into get more into CMLL. I hear good things about that. Atlantis Jr., bro. Hook me up, bro. So get the fuck out of my face, fuck, nigga. You thought, you thought I don't listen to the rest of Pierce's flagship show, nigga? Did I hear you talking about me, pussy? <laughs> Flow through these nah, last... Uh, we got a little handful of super chats, and we'll get into some, we'll get into some real, real shit. Uh, JC, £4.49. Appreciate you. Care to comment on the rumors of Ibu requesting a trade to public enemies to avoid smoke? Hey, do you want to address that comment. or can I address it? Do I have shout out, shout out to them boys are public enemies. Shout out to my nigga Graham, okay. bro. But this nigga okay, Hangman, so. Hangman, they don't want you over there, son. They don't want so, nobody so, wants so, you. If you don't, if you don't so work he, out here at Wrestle Pierce, your career is done. First of all, me and Monty going to blackball you. I'm going to release I'm gonna release some very sensitive information that will ruin your podcasting career and wrestling media reason, career in general. There's there's no such information in existence. Oh, no, this is. Uh, I will use my wrestling industry connects to take care of me if I should I get taken out of Russell Pierce. But that's I'm not gonna happen. The Israel files. What does that mean? What are the Israel files? Hey, is bro, that... it's files that I can that I compiled with my sister Israel. 
to take she, you down if we ever need to. She put a hit out on me. She got hey, some compiling some evidence. Hey, bro. Girl. She said she sent in the chat. I have information that could uh, have Hangy sent to Guantanamo Bay. And she's oh, in the cabin. I've seen it. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about that. Listen, no. man. Public enemies, I respect their platform. Uh, the only truth to rumors is that my contract um, was coming up in Russell Purist. And I negotiated with Mr. Montel, Jordan Heyman, and uh, we came up with a nice extension, a new role, the creatively behind the scenes. And I'm, I'm, I'm with Russell Pierce for the long haul. I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, creating more content for the channel, which is coming soon as we speak, and uh, expanding the brand. And, and so I'm, I'm all purist, brother. I'm all purist. Yeah, man. Uh, we got, you know, we got caught cut to a few super chats right so is just sent in super chat saying 199 um appreciate it as always team monty 100 <laughs> give me a raise <laughs> then we got a hundred dollar super chat God, damn. Four, five, two. always a huge four. Always shout out out to him. already do, already done about five shout outs to him but this is obviously a special one right. so um, said, shout out to four but yeah, oh, man. Hashtag give Israel a raise. We got That's 300 man. motherfuckers in here right now, bro. Yo, holy shit. Holy shit. What? Bro just fully popped for himself. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, like, yo, show up, nigga. Nah, nah, hold on. Hey, right yo, you know what? You know what? It is awesome. I've been tweeting incessant. I, I no cap. I've tweeted the link out like five straight times with different captions. <laughs> Bro, nobody here for you. Pussy. <laughs> Not a soul is here for you. All those 15,000 followers. Think they want to hear terrible opinions, nigga? Think they want to see your I, ugly I, ass Avi, nigga? They don't want to see none of that shit. My ugly Avi. That's, that's a low blow. <laughs> I, uh, you know, if I was being objective here, if I was being objective here, I think what it is is I think people like Backup Hangman. I think people like King AO. I think people love backup hangman air quotes versus king ao it's not um, it's so, not air quotes i can't stand your black ass i mean i hate I you too stand, but I'm i can't saying. stand your opinions i can't no. stand your i can't stand your fucking your open blouses that you that you're determined I, to post on the timeline my, every day nigga i can't stand your monologues and your soliloquies nigga my soliloquies stand, are incredible. i can't stand your taste in wrestling nigga i can't stand how you how you how you how you forward back on cody rhodes Every day, but you ain't getting fuck about him when he was in AEW, nigga. I, love I can't him. stand, nigga. I can't stand how you tap dance for every wrestler that's in your DMs, nigga. That's I can't true. stand how you tap dance for Massa, aka Monty, nigga. I can't stand none of this shit. I can't. I hate your black ass. I hate your black ass lips. I hate your black ass face, nigga. I hate your black eyes, nigga. I hate your eyebrows, nigga. We are both from Africa. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't put air quotes on verses because I didn't dislike you. I put air quotes on verses because is it really a versus if every time you step on the Thursday pod you get fucking demolished by back of hangman? Yeah, we're talking about nigga. Nigga, it's go not pick a, Jonathan Gresham up, nigga. Go pick up Jonathan Gresham. You see oh what happened to him? Oh my god. You are you blaming him? More are you blaming coming. his more are you blaming coming. his career on me? Are you blaming more is coming? Me? Ricky Starks, <laughs> look out, my boy! Oh my God! Relax. Anyway, I need to do. I need to derail this because we've got we we've got a super chat. We got to get through. We got shipment needs to get through. Super chat's piling up, you know. Um, far obviously appreciate as always, and we're going to another super chat from far. Oh, real uh, quick, real quick, up. we hit another peak. Three hundred thirty-nine, three hundred forty-one people. Please like the video. Like the video. Yeah. 
to uh, mm-hmm. drop the link on the timeline. Tell niggas we in here. Tell niggas I'm in here roasting Hangman. Tell everybody we in here. Talking about real shit. Well, three of us talking real shit and Hangman just waffling. But yeah, like the video and comment like the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. Of yeah, course, you know. If you're somebody that's new to Russell Pierce, if you're someone that's new to Russell Pierce, just know that we have content like this almost every day of the week. Whether it's Mondays for Worldwide, Tuesdays for Dumb Guy Live talking about Japanese wrestling, and the Friday show for Imperius. If you are a fan of whatever AO does, um, we have shows all week long. Make sure to subscribe if you are not subscribed to the channel. It's and big I apologize. AO, pussy. I, it's it's, it's big yeah, AO. Some, some might consider him big AO. Um, listen, if you're new, thank you so much for tuning in. Like the video, and I apologize I in advance for what I saying that they knew. Hey man, subscribe. Yo, if you're, if, you're new to Pierce, if you're new to Wrestle Pierce, let me know in the chat. Yeah, if you're new, you always let us know. So, let know. It, let, yeah, so, let us know. We show, you know, we got, we got, we got a lot of regular faces that show up in yeah. the live chat. You know, we're always showing love. We always love new very, people. You know what I mean? Get your very friendly to the new people, stuff, you know? Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely. yeah, man. You got Jim in the chat. $5. Manny, can you go on a 30-minute monologue about the Great Rush? I'm sure you've got one cooked up for when man, we get to the review. Bro. Uh, That's a real fucking... You've been cooking, Manny. Yeah, I, w- I would get a long monologue, but I already gave all my best material on the timeline earlier. Listen, not everyone here has probably yeah, seen that not shit. Every, you know? Not everybody here yeah, has seen the tweets. Honestly, some of Manny's best tweets, the, the people don't appreciate them on they the don't, app. Bro. They don't, bro. They don't get it. They don't get I, it. I, I, I see it all the time, bro. I see it all the time. I wish people did get it. Like, there's this one account, like, called Drill, right? And he's got, like, a real weird sense of humor. Like, like kind of like Manny. But people understand his tweets for some reason. You know, it's mm. not, like, mainstream. They have, like, fucking 30K retweets and shit. That's what Manny should be getting, bro. That's the kind of genius Manny be cooking up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. He's, that bitch ass nigga told me only 19 followers, but I'm going to, you know, I want to, I, I, I want to give a quick shout out to some of the members quick. of our community. Quick. Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, it, it, no, Monty, it's our community. I'm going to take the time for our community. Bro, I'm, the I'm, community is sending us money to get super chats on the screen. Sure. They're not, sure, not sure, to, sure, you know? Okay, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. The point is, I'm on Twitter. seeing a lot of people tagging myself and AO, shouting out the podcast, retweeting links, posting links on their own. <laughs> Guys, you don't have to do that, but the fact that you are, massive big ups. Appreciate it. Far 522 and everybody else doing that. You guys are the fucking best. Thank you. Nah, you have to yeah. do it. If you enjoy the content, keep doing it, bro. Because the, the second <laughs> that we stop being lit, I quit, bro. I'm not streaming in front of 30 people. I'm not streaming in front of <laughs> no, 40 people. Doing. So, hey. No. Keep fucking with us. We got to the sold out venues, bro. Sold that out venues, is. man. Mm-hmm. We, we don't, we don't, we don't do bingo halls. <laughs> I don't do bingo halls. We don't do I bingo do halls. Nothings. I do all outs, nigga. Mass fan, eighty four one ninety nine. Rouge versus Danielson. Not gonna lie, was the best TV match this year. It was. We're gonna get. We're gonna get deep. We're gonna get to it, man. There was something. There was something that bothered me a lot about that match, nigga. Oh boy. Anyway. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, like, I love Uh The Tokyo <laughs> Productions, four ninety nine. Appreciate it. Hang on, I see you're a big time Knicks fan, and we're dis- disparaging my Lakers. Curious how many titles you see <laughs> New York win. Everyone excited for CMFTR versus Elite. No, uh, yeah, man, that's gonna be big business. And uh, Ibu, listen, Zootopia Productions. Thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. Um, I, you know, I, as as a member of someone with a, who also is a fan of a, you know. 
a mediocre team. Bro, your Lakers are fucking horrible. Real quick, your interior defense is, is non-existent. Anthony Davis has no passion, and he has no desire to enforce his will in the game despite being seven foot tall. LeBron James is in this for stat collection at this point, and he's just accumulating longevity stats. Um, your point guard situation is shambolic. That's why you got rid of Russell Westbrook, who is. Anyway, it's Lakers <laughs> Nation. It's Lakers Nation out here. Baby, we support King James out here, nigga. The GOAT, the leading scorer in the NBA all time, four rings, four finals MVPs, was robbed of Defensive Player of the Year. You feel me? Six MVP. How many MVPs he got now, Manny? Four or five? Wait, who? LeBron? Four. LeBron. Like, four. come on. What are we talking about? Hang, man. I'm going to let you back up here, little boy. I'm going to let you back up here. Don't talk about my Lakers no more. Don't talk about man, LeBron. What, Don't do none of that the, shit. Yo, Mr. Hanky, bro. Mr. Hanky, you want to suck... Hangman's dick so bad, nigga. You've been twerking for this nigga all fucking podcast. He not gonna fuck you, bro. He like women. <laughs> anyway. Man, the Knicks I, suck. I, I, yeah, I, they couldn't get the Zach Levine deal done. They they always said it with Josh Hart. Zach, Zach Levine fucking stinks. I don't want Zach Levine. We what don't want Zach about? Levine. We don't want Zach Levine. He's a, Listen, he's a ball-dominant wing player who's high-volume <laughs> shooting. And, and no, at the price. I did not say that. That is no. funny though. I've never I've never fucking said that. That's crazy. Uh, Darren Walker, five pounds. Uh appreciate it always regular on these uh live chats. If we lost back up from our superiority, it'd be a bad day in the wrestling podcast world. Darren Walker coming in with the bad takes hot, bro. Darren Walker hey, is amazing. Darren Darren, I appreciate I appreciate you, my brother. Listen, if if I left Russell Purist, uh it would rain. Because God would cry. Oh, God. this nigga yeah. left. This nigga left for two months. He's having a fucking party, bro. Red Raider drain. He's in everything. <laughs> Red, Red Raider drain. No, no, no. I appreciate you. I only do donations on Fridays, but since AO and Manny's here, here's a do- a donation is necessary. Real. But for real though, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the brand and screw FTR prices. FT races. Yeah, Yo, Marty, it's it's like it's like a prank call or something. Like they'll come in the super chat, like, hey, <laughs> love Mo at the top of, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just hello, hi, love Russell Pierce, big fan, love you guys. Monty's great. Fuck it, it's York. The the, the nigga, the nigga, the, um, the New York sports reporter. I forget his name. I'm smacked, son. But the nigga who they would always talk about, Jason Giambi. They would always fit Jason Giambi into the question somehow. The child know who I'm talking about, bro. Mm-hmm. I forget old white dude, son. He used to cover the the Yankees and the Giants and shit. But uh, let's move on. Oh, three hundred seventy nine. Make sure you like the is, video. Is, is this is this our highest live viewership, Monty? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's probably over. Uh, I remember. You guys, you I guys remember we was we was close to hitting four hundred during the summer, and I yeah. was like, we hit four hundred. Hangman gonna sit sing Judas live on air. We didn't even touch four hundred. <laughs> we, we did like two seventy. Yeah, you got look at that there, bro. Uh, skip one ninety nine. Ibu Westbrick. That's a fact. <laughs> I I had a great jump shot back in my day. Yeah, no one believes Russ. that. I mean, uh, Russ had a, Russ had a nice little uh, mid-range. Yo, wait, 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 Monty, you know what? No, no, no bullshit, right? I'm going to send you highlights of me playing basketball that we're going to nah, play. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm posting that shit on the timeline, bro. You got to... Yo, meanwhile, meanwhile, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Hey, yo, hey, was supposed to send us his, uh, his conscious rap records that he used to do back in the no, day. No, I'm never doing that. I'm never doing that. That's not. That's not here. Nobody's touching that. that I, I, was I was a bad rapper. I was a bad rapper. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna deny that I was a terrible rapper. But I could play a little bit. You know what, Ao? You should yeah. review my hoop mixtape. Bro, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll review that shit, shit on Imperius. <laughs> yeah, send that to me. That's good content. That's good content. Yeah, you look like a headband player. You're a headband when you play pickup basketball. The thing that is, is hey, you look like hey, a full gonna... kid wanker, bro. He was out there in a full Knicks <laughs> nah, uniform. Nah, and you, know what you, had, you, know, you know what you had on your feet, bro? You know what you had on your feet? Fucking Starberries, nigga. Nah, $14 Starberries. <laughs> the Ewings. Yo, hey, yo, did I have the shooter sleeve? Yeah, bro, you had a oh, fake Supreme shooter bro. sleeve. Supreme wasn't even really a thing back then. Eggman had the head you got, you got sleeve, the baggy shorts. Yo, hey, yo, you're going to know what I'm talking about. I know you've been there, bro. You're about 14, 15 years old. It's like, you know, it's about 12 years ago, right? And you had that sleeve thing, and that shit wasn't making shot better, didn't it? Like you, you put that. No, sleeve. you know, you know what, you know what niggas used to wear when we was kids. They didn't even have, they didn't have Supreme, bro. They had the, they had the, the Nike Elites, bro. The Nike Elite socks, <laughs> the Nike <laughs> Elite shooting <laughs> sleeves, bro. Yo, they really, they really just, thought they was oh, AI with them motherfucking Monty, on. Monty, dudes were paying yeah, forty dollars for socks, thinking that shit was gonna make them better basketball. Bro, <laughs> bro. All that shit with any sport, bro. You get it? Son, like, there was any sport, ass, it was literally any forty dollars for one pair of socks. I had at least hot. twenty pairs of Nike Elite socks, like forty dollars, <laughs> right? You know how much? You know how much I paid for them shits, Monty? I might have bought two of them pairs, bro. I'd go to Dick Sporting Goods or or Sports <laughs> Authority. I'm stealing all that shit, nigga. There's all this going into the trash. Like, <laughs> you rock the elite socks with the Sperry's and the Power Balance wristband or whatever, bro. Bro, I, I signed up for. Bro, I, I tried to try for every team just so I could get free sports merch, nigga. Like free free sports gear. And oh stuff, yeah, and I used to I used to I used to get the hoodie or the T-shirt, and I'd quit. So I'd like I'd be like, all right, I got enough of this. I'm out of here. I got kicked out of my softball team. But Listen, I, enough, but enough I, for the reminiscing. Enough. Let's get to the content. <laughs> definitely, definitely not David Bowie. $5. Ashes to Ashes. Funk to Funky. We know a backup hangman's a junkie. Hey, I am junkie. not. I'm a sober guy. When you had that Percocet space. My perk. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, crazy. Kenworth got a 4.99. Appreciate it. Big AL helped raise my local little league team and got them to the nationals. That's a he has done nothing for the community. He bro. actively takes away from the community. Which, you know, he does, this is what, you know, it's crazy. He's got some stories, you know. Uh, but Bree Woo, 4.99. Appreciate it. He's hanged the hive. We are. Yeah. yeah. He's got some support. Finally, you understand that go to my timeline and run a, a, a tweet search for Jeff Jarrett and then go to Hangman's timeline and do the same thing. You're gonna see who the bigger double J fan is. That's all I'm saying. All right, you know what, guys? Guys, you know, we're, we're gonna do this right now, guys. I'm gonna let everybody know if you send in a five dollar or more super chat with a hashtag hanger hive, I will stream whatever match you want. On the Wrestle Pierce Discord. This is so nasty, bro. You gotta twerk for approval and shit. Mm. It's you not twerk. No, these it's, people it's, with, with it's quality not, time not, and shit. It's not <laughs> quality time. <laughs> quality time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just listen. It's it's my way of giving back to everybody. You know, no, any man you like want. You can buy a house. Hey, man. It depends on how big <laughs> the hive is. You know, any match you guys mm. want live on the Wrestle Pierce Discord. You know, as soon as possible. Five dollars super chat or more with the hashtag hanger hive. Okay. All right. Um, Adrian nine ninety nine. Appreciate it. Drawn Twitter space numbers. That's the power of big A. Oh, yeah. Shout they, out to the homie. Twitter Adrian. space numbers. It is. It is, it is. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the homie. Adrian. That's good. Cool, you know. 
It's hard to get the people from Twitter to click off the app onto YouTube, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, it is, bro. That's, it's why, that's why spaces, you, you can, it's easy to get numbers on the spaces. You know? Well, it's not easy because you see spaces all the time at Tank, but like, right, uh, right. It's easier it's than easy it's, for us. It's, it's easier, yeah, until, you know, until we blow up, obviously, which, we, you know, we're all praying for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. Uh, Jim Cornette, 199. Ibu, you're always welcome to my podcast. Ibu, will Thanks you a lot, Jim. Ibu won the drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> right. All you hear is... I mean, I mean uh, uh, Monty, all you hear is... <laughs> so we got this fucking guy here, uh, backup hangman. <laughs> Just like... Look, man, look. I think we all know... <laughs> That niggers are not allowed on Jim Cornette's drive no. Like that's just not happening, bro. They're not inviting your black ass up there, first of all. All right. Cornette was trying to fake the funk for a little bit. Two minutes later, he's trying to lynch you. All right. So it's just you're not going up there. Brian Lass, who knows what that nigga got going on? So we're just gonna stay away from that. Yes. Oh <laughs> if he forced me to run his hangy fashion account all he wears is tight ass shirts because someone give little bro a shirt that fits <laughs> my sh- listen I want to I, I want to I want to dead this allegation right now I want all the women in the chat to know specifically that I don't wear tight shirts or small shirts they're just so what happens is like my musculature on my upper body oh, is just right. so defined that it's like busting through the shirt you know, that, that's what's going on. Why do you say busting mm. like that? See, no, no, I didn't, I didn't say like anything. No one believes you anyway, bro. No, anyway. Israel got a question for you in the chat. She said, oh, the women? Well, women as in plural? Hey, man. No, 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 no. Woman with an A, with an A, not hey, an E. I don't not know. A, if you was only talking to one person, it seems like it'd be very easy for you to just go out your way and text mm. them. Not something that needs to be said on air. <laughs> that's just me. We're always catching him out every week, bro. But yeah, man. Anyway, Zetopia Production 499. Uh, crew, which matching order is your most anticipated and best matchup? Bram Mello, MJF Bryant, Roman Cody, or CMFTR versus Elite? Um, all love Ibu, but Lark, Lakers better. Hmm. Um, are, are we uh, ranking it? Yeah, I'm going to try to I'll go first. Even though I don't want CMFTR back, it's the Elite, so I got to put that number one. Mm-hmm. Next, we'll surprise a lot of people, but unfortunately, as much as I make fun of Cody Rhodes... That's yeah. my nigga, bro. It's been my nigga since yeah. I was a little ass kid. That's number two. Um, right. Next is MJF Bryan. I really don't give a fuck about Bron Mello at all. I think mm-hmm. Mello's talented. Um, legally, I'm not allowed to give my opinion on Bron Breaker anymore. Until uh, <laughs> me, me and Hangman came to an uh, understanding. So, but yeah, I'm not really looking forward to that match. Ibu, what's your ranking real quick? This Easy. Uh, um... The elite trios match with those three individuals would would be exactly what AEW needs. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two is Roman Cody. That's I'm hyped for that. Uh, Braun Mello at three, and then MJF Ryan at four. Nothing against mm-hmm. those two guys. Uh, I'm a big fan of both guys. I'm not a big fan of sixty minute wrestling matches. It's Brian though. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. At that Brian tax. Well, I, I got a question I, for y'all. I, when I, was the last I, time y'all seen a a, a sixty minute wrestling match like live or just happy? And you was like, yo, this shit. Did not need to be fucking 60 minutes. That it did not need to be yeah. 60? Most of the ones that I've seen. Um, Josh Alexander versus Speedball went like 59 minutes. And it was like, I started watching it. And at like the, at like the 25 minute mark, you're like, well, I'm too far in now, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and you're just there, and they're going, and they're going. That wasn't you know, uh, was was last minute standing, was right? So that was 1-4? I think it was just 1-4. I think, yeah, I think it was just like an open challenge. Alexander oh, wow. did. 
but yeah, that was a uh, that was crazy. But yeah, my my, uh, my order's the same as AOs. CMFTR versus the Elite, Roman versus Cody, MGF Brian, Bram versus Melo. Uh, what about you, Manny? Real quick. Uh, CMFTR versus the Elite. Uh, I guess MGF versus Brian. I can give a fuck about the other two matches. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> Tony Al five dollars. When can we see the Wrestle Purist basketball game? Hey, Listen, man. bro. Hangman's, knee, hangman's knees, bro. Hangman got Hangman's got one knee and one shoulder. True. He ain't playing no basketball. Yeah, 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 man. Listen, I need I have a, a bad... Go ahead, Manny. Look, I seen if somebody gives me like a month or two ahead of time, I'll start working out. I'll get back into semi shape and this is crazy, bro. Start practicing I went my from, post moves. I went from playing right. basketball like three days a week. So the pandemic hits. I haven't touched a basketball since. Yo, Ayo, it's wild, right? Like, like, ball really used to be life. Yeah, you know ball what used I mean? to be life, bro. I'm not touching basketball since the pandemic hit. Just, just work out, hit the courts, you know what I'm saying? Play the pickup games and shit, you know? Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Murph499, appreciate you. Uh, of course, you know, Murph of Dumb Guy Live on Tuesdays. Probably going to have him on a Thursday real soon, probably next week. You know? Watch Dumb Guy Live, people, man. It's a good show. It's a really it fun a show. show. Parker's a great host. They get into the Japanese side of pro wrestling. It's really fun. Even if you're not familiar with the, the, the promotions they talk about, they speak in, in a way that, like, it really educates you on what's going on. You know, they don't leave you in the dust. They're really fun to listen to. Give Dumb Guy Live a shot. You know, give, yeah, give them a shot on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, WrestlePurist, yeah. 7.30, especially if you're not a fan of NXT, you know, which we know right. a lot of this audience is on. You know, so uh, you know, you're, not, you're not missing anything. Uh, Ibu, what are your thoughts on the indie wrestler Duma? Great prospect out of the jersey. Area. I feel like this is a bit. <laughs> oh, let me see. What are your thoughts on the indie wrestler Duma? Uh, great prospect out of the jersey. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna be like a word pun, like like Duma Dick or some shit, like. <laughs> Bro. Do my nuts fit in your mouth? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cry! You're gonna tweet raw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> raw. Do my nuts fit in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, bro. <laughs> oh, we after 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 Hamer just spent all that time putting over this nigga's show, bro. Yeah, yo, I was like, yo, Dumb Guy Live is fire, man. Shit is popping on Tuesdays, man. Pop up by Dumb Guy Live. He's like, that's crazy, Murph. That's fucking that's hilarious. Crazy. Good job, Murph. Uh, Rob Palinka, 499. I'd rather resign Russ to Supermax and EB1 more squad. Big, <laughs> big AO, give me a call. We're going to retire your jersey in a crew. Hey. Kenny Omega, the GOAT. Shout out to my Rob Palenka, bro. Rob, 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 this is this is why your team's bad. <laughs> like this is why your team's bad. You're, hey, you're making well, the business, nigga. Don't uh, diagnose the Knicks' problems. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. We're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, so hmm. the Lakers. Yeah, I mean anybody can. No, you're no, you're not. You guys you got, got Big Bamba now. Big Bamba. <laughs> Mo Bamba. <laughs> Uh, I got hold <laughs> big AO phone. was Monty was Mo Bamba big in the UK. He definitely heard yeah, that song, bro, yeah, yeah, big, 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 big. <laughs> that was a big song, bro. Uh, oh man, Andrew the Giant, five pounds. Appreciate it. Ibu is as good as 
he's as good at basketball as Manny is at NBA 2K. Oh, so I don't know. That's Manny Law. No. There, bro. <laughs> Manny's definitely a fraud. <laughs> bro, I'm not good at 2K. I'm like I'm like I'm like zero and sixty in two K. <laughs> Guys, we have three hundred we have over three hundred and seventy live viewers. Live this this is a this is a live viewership record for us. Uh, appreciate you guys. Once again, reminder before we get into the next big topics, make sure to like the video and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, we're at what ninety likes right now. We can get that up to two hundred. It's very doable. If you're someone who's watching and haven't liked the video, like the video. Yeah, man. Right. We, we we appreciate all that. We appreciate this interest too. Uh, As well, Reggie, absolutely. Reggie. I hope I always question myself. Get that right, you know. So I'll just say, Bo. Uh, <laughs> Five dollar super chat. Shout out Tranquilo Club. Al Paso's elite fleet soldier. Shout out him. Shout out to Tranquilo Club. Tranquilo Club is a good friend. And uh, El, El Paso was an awesome crowd yesterday. I I love these like international crowds. It's a it's a United States, you know, show, but like El Paso, heavy heavy crying. Mexican heavy Mexican community. And they showed out and they did all the Spanish chants and shit. It was super cool. It adds a, a new dimension and flavor to the show. Awesome stuff. Shout out to Tranquilo, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, far far triple two coming in with a big fifty dollars super chat. Appreciate it as always. Uh, he says I'll stream for you for free. You know, he's not trying to rob people. Like, you you know, rob you know, people every time I go in the Discord, it'll be if he's got free time. Yeah, you know, if he, he's got free time, he's something for the people, bro. Yeah, hey, listen, like, man. Active in the community. What this man far trying to fuck my bag up, nigga? Like, this... <laughs> <laughs> you see how nobody trying to have five dollars saying hangy how? Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. I, I thought I thought you guys liked me more than that. This hurts my feelings. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, jump in the Discord. I think the link for the Discord is in the descriptions of the video. Hey, so man. if you see it there, jump in the Discord. Yeah. There's always live streams, wrestling, yeah, for me. There's all that kind of stuff. There, all kinds of channels, man. All kinds of channels. So. Open to everybody. Just follow the rules. Yeah, man. Those, those, basically, the rules are just don't be weird. You know, yeah. don't be weird or horny. Don't be weird, don't be horny. That that cancels out Rob, Chris, Ayo. Chris in there. Chris, that can be weird. Or horny, nigga. He's like, all right. I'm out of this place. What are you doing there? Uh, yeah, man. I appreciate you as always for getting that Discord, everyone. Um, shout out to Spurs, $20. Appreciate you as always, always in the live chats. Um, have to say, the power of AO I would have thought that was impossible. Oh, crying. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not really a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron James fan. If you want, my, my yeah. basketball team is the Philadelphia 76ers. But um, no. I'm a LeBron James fan first. Everybody just um, laugh. <laughs> I'm a LeBron James cold, fan bro. first yeah, and man. foremost. I, I do identify as a bronsexual openly and proudly. <laughs> I went to bronsexual pride um, five years in a row. So that is the type of shit that I'll be on. <laughs> Um, shout out to Man U, <laughs> you know, third on the table, coming for first. We're going to be taking the league, bro. Um, I'm also a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and we're in the fucking Super Bowl. So, I'm, I'm eating good right now. Crazy, bro. I'm, 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 you're from New York? I am from New York, but the thing is, so... No, 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 My peoples took me to a Giants game when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and first of all, they don't play in the city, so we had to go to New Jersey. And I was like, what? So I was, so I was scratching my head while we had to cross the bridge to go to New Jersey to watch the Giants, the quote-unquote New York Giants, and they was playing the Eagles, who had a nigga at quarterback. So eight-year-old me was like, who am I root for? 
this goofy ass uh 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 Eli Manning dude who 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 stinks first of all is white second of all which isn't bad but you know McNabb over here he's swole he a real nigga and these niggas aren't even from New York bro they're from New Jersey so why would I root for them so I decided to be so from that day going forward I decided to be Eagles fan I, I, it is funny, Monty. Like it's just for context. Like growing up, like as in the East Coast, like every Eagles quarterback was like a. It was it was like a charismatic black man, and then like you look at the Giants, and it's like Eli Manning, Eli like, Manning was, like, yeah. Middle America, just dorky, you know. Guy. He 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 doesn't run the ball. He just throws it. You know, you got you got Mike Vick running against like these Giants and trying to outpace them and shit. You know, it's like oh damn. Uh, so yeah, man. This, this next super chat, bro. They asked oh. me for my Braun Breaker sexual. Absolutely not. LeBron, <laughs> Let's go. Braun Ricky, Ricky199. Ibu, you left your wallet in my hotel last night. <laughs> this, this is what Ibu was saying. Let's go to. Nah. Leaving his wallet in Ricky's I'm hotel not, room. This is nasty. I'm not, I am not aware of this. I've never been in what the was same. You doing in San, what were you doing in El Paso? I was not in El Paso. I was not in a hotel with Ricky Starks. I didn't leave a wallet in Ricky Starks' hotel. Yeah, you did. You had to comfort him because he's getting buried because he went to the uh, Rumble. To rub Cody's listen, shoulders. listen, Ricky Starks, keep your head up, sir. I don't know why that went down the way it did. Um, I hope they're not burying you because of the Rumble situation. Look, uh, do not do not imply that I left your wallet and left my wallet in your hotel, though. That's just not true. Uh, from from a wrestling pa- fan's perspective, right? Whether you like right. Ricky or whether you don't, him getting buried is for the best, bro. I'm not trying to see. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to see you <laughs> wrestle anybody. In the JS anymore, bro. So if he, if they just said, "Hey, Ricky, you shouldn't have went to the Rumble. You're losing this feud. Take three weeks off. We gonna we gonna try to get this pushback. You feel me? That's that's a lot better than them continuing this. So, I don't know. I, I think you just you know you, you're not his biggest fan. You know, <laughs> hey, Ricky, bro. You, if you was gonna go to the Rumble, you could have wore a hoodie. Put the hood up, bro. But you trying to get that fit off. You trying to, you trying to, you, you trying to, you, you trying to, you trying to be, you trying to be the ace of maximum male models, nigga. You trying to be the next man swat, nigga. You, you trying to be Rakay and shit. Oh yeah, I don't know what's going say, on. What's his name gonna be over there, Rakay? Like, okay. Rashad. 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 Ricky knew he was in trouble too from that picture. He knew he shouldn't have been there. Yeah, he had, he had that look. Listen, that's the look when you're walking into a hood you don't recognize and and you don't have a gun on you. Hey, you know, bro. Like Ricky, Ricky look nervous. I doubt he's getting what's it called though, because um, I don't know. Things were a lot more civil when Britt Baker said this, but Britt Baker was like, "TK told me to stop asking if I could go to NXT shows because he was like, of course you can go. Stop asking. We're not a cult. You feel me? So I don't it's know, bro. Look, okay. bro. Let me tell you, there's a difference. Tony K fucks with Adam Cole. He does not fuck with Cody Rhodes. That, I mean, that is a fact. Oh, yeah, he's trying. He's acting like, oh, Adam Cole's contract not gonna last forever. Might as well be nice to his fiance or girlfriend. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but you know, Cody not this coming is, back anytime soon. This is, this not for the next like that's eight that's years, galaxy energy. Let's go PR Productions. Uh, one ninety nine agreed. EB fifteen to forty minutes is my range. Twenty to twenty five minutes is five. Uh, what are we, what are we talking about? We're talking about talking about having sex. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that'll be about when we was talking about MJF versus Braun when we was ranking those matches, probably. I'm being honest. My favorite match length time is like 15 minutes, and like I don't. My favorite match. I don't need all the, need all the is... headlock takeovers, and I don't need them feeling each other. It just out. depends, though, man. It's like, yeah. it's like um, for example, like Hangman. No, not Hangman. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Osprey was like what 38 minutes, you know. 
because it's, it's fine when they're doing that. You know, <laughs> like he just it was 38 it minutes. Depends, and Hangman, Hangman was, I was watching the match with Hangman. And Hangman was like, "If this was, if this was an FTR match, you'd be saying how slow it is and how nobody cares and how this is bad and how it's not storytelling." I was like, "But you know what, my nigga, it's not an FTR match. So we're gonna let we're gonna let the greatest of all time and the creators currently going. We're gonna let them cook." Time out a second. Was that an impression of me? Yeah, that's how you yes. talk. Yeah, no, that's, that's one of your voices and your other you voices. We're writing this. Just a, we hit 400 live, live viewers. Everyone like, subscribe. Oh, uh, we oh, hit 400. Hangman's got to sing Judas at some point. Uh, oh, my God. Can we just get it out the way so we can just move on then? After you read this super oh, chat. Nah, we're going to. Maybe not even today, but you're going to do it. Yeah, um, do it. Uh, I'm not going to be in the mood a different day. But go ahead. Go ahead you will, bro. You will. 401. Like, subscribe, of course. If you're new, in, if you're new to the WrestlePurist live chat or YouTube, let it be known, man. We want to know who the new faces are. Um, love Talent E, $5. Appreciate it. Creator of WrestlePurist. Hashtag Hanger Hive. You know, he's, he's oh, support. Love Talent I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the five dollars super chat. If you want me to stream something in the Discord, uh, just let me know in the chat. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Park Clint, you know, another dumb guy for Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> he says that the guns are better than all current WWE tag teams. Well, the guns are world tag team champions. You know, there is only one tag team in WWE that can call themselves world tag team champions. So you know? that's just a kayfabe answer. Right? <laughs> that's just a kayfabe. That's like that's like when Cody was like, I mean, uh. I think I'm the best in the world, but I can't call myself the best since Roman's the champion. It's such a K-fame ass. Parker, we love you. Appreciate the super chat. Uh, and regarding your take, uh, you know, I mean, it is called Dumb Guy Live, you know. So, yeah, man, thank you so much for the super chat, Parker. See, that's spiteful, you know. That's that is spiteful. I love, I love Parker. Yeah, it's spiteful. It's a low blow, bro. Low blow. Uh, bam. We always love Bam, of course. Always in the live chat. Um, this kills me. Back up, man. Oh, Never disrespect the super cabra, Elon Manning. Israel's queen and Kenny Omega is the goat of rest. Ben was willing to turn on me over Elon Manning. This is crazy, Let's man. Let's go. It's hard on you, bro. Hey, Yo, listen. Hey, if you giant you're still, you're still a homie. You still Bam, Bam knows how to read the vibes, bro. You know, if, bro, if Bam turns on you, that's that's not a good look, bro. It's because Bam is seeing the the tides turning. Backup Hangman is a man of the people, and no, Ailes not, a fraud. Bro. You literally, you literally just bribe the people to stream that. Hey, all the real niggas in Discord know who comes and kicks it in there. Who comes and kicks I, it in there with the people? I, 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 I love when I have some free time. Like, yo, let me see what's going on in the Discord. Let me talk to my niggas. My Discordian niggas. Hangman's Discordian. not being there. Hangman's only I, in Discord. Hangman's only in Discord when when Twitter goes down or when people meet true. him on the timeline. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love my Discordians. I love the backup uh, Hangman supporters. You know, if you Hangy Hive, if you're Knicks Tape, if you're Giants Gang, if you're Yankees Hive, man, show out in the fucking chat, man. That's all I got to say. Yeah, man. Uh... Yeah, man, we finally got, I think we're up to date with the Super Chats, you know, obviously, we appreciate them. But, you, you guys know, are terrific. It takes a minute to get through them because we don't do the thing where we just throw them on the screen and don't, you know, recognize them or anything, you know, we, we like to, you know, we appreciate them, so, you know. But they do take us a little minute to get through, that's why we're 50 minutes in and we haven't actually spoke about any of the topics or anything yet. <laughs> but that's fine. Let's get into <laughs> it, man, let's get into it. 51 minutes in, let's start the podcast. Uh, so first of all, <laughs> um, 
So there's been some CM Punk stuff. Obviously, as you can tell, it's been a lot of discourse on the timeline and stuff like that today. Uh, basically, this all comes from Dave Mount. So he was talking about on Wrestling Observer Radio. He was talking about kind of like AEW's top babyface position, and basically what right. he said was is that they're lacking in the top babyface position. Something fierce was the actual quote. Um, yes. You mentioned the MJF thing where they kind of teased it, and you know they went back to full full heel with him, um, but they don't have the guy apparently. Uh, Obviously, he said that Punk's not going to be the guy either. I know some people might say, well, Punk's coming back. Punk may come back. He will be available to come back if they want to use him in a couple of months. It's not like it so far in the future. And, of course, if they were to bring Punk back, that opens up a lot of other issues that we can talk about another day. So, basically, the main thing to take away from this is that, you know, Punk will be available to AEW if they want him in a couple of months, according to Dave. Um yeah, man. I don't uh, agree with that at all, bro. I don't agree with that. Kenny uh, Omega, uh, top baby face. Mox is a top baby wait, face. Let me, a- 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 let me, top let me, baby face. Let me, let me, let me kind of add more because I just listened to it. Right, Dave was talking in the framework of like they need like a red hot baby face that'll spur on business in the sense of like you know like this is a guy that like is the focus central protagonist guy that's gonna drive up AEW's ratings and tickets because okay, he's yeah, yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, the relation to Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. And um, mm-hmm. he was basically saying like it can't come with, from within because Danielson and Mox are existing like entities on the show, and like he was basically implying that like the other guys you could name are guys who you know they've 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 gone to that well and that like going back won't change like the business right, and you know it, who's to say that's true or not? But what I will say about that since since Monty did bring it up is um, you know what? Even though he doesn't speak like English, I don't. I'm not opposed to like just. Seeing what happens if you really give Bandito a, a serious run. I, I honestly think he has all the intangibles to be a genuine top guy. Him he's and so charismatic in the ring. Bro. Yeah. Like, it, it, he, just, I, like, he just comes through the screen. Like he's uh, he's yeah. a lot. Yeah. He's, he's so a good so one. You, you think Kenny Omega's the guy uh, uh, AO? I mean, that could... um. They could tell a story. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with his assessment of that at all because he's saying it can't come with from within because they've already gone to those wells before, bro. Sami Zayn has been a loser on WWE television for eight years now, bro, and they went mm-hmm. to him and it was fine. So, yeah, tell the right yeah. story, book them right. You could do it with anyone. Do a fucking right. Pentagon if you do the right story. You feel me? Like, That's true. That, 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 the thing is, it takes a lot of time and dedication. And mm-hmm. uh, the usually with the trends in wrestling is it gets over to the live crowd before it becomes a ratings moving thing, so to speak, right? Yeah. You know, the acclaim got hot way before they got like pushed, and then they got pushed before they became ratings movers. You know, that's how it goes, and it takes a, it takes sometimes up to a year. You know, the question is, who is the guy that you identify to do that with with AEW? And, you know, to AO, to your point, like you're thinking like you can you can go back to Mox. I mean, sorry, uh, to Hangman or Kenny. Maybe you can, you know, uh, you know, I, I, really, who's to say? Sure. Uh, let's, my, see what, uh, let's see what Adam Cole can do. Yeah. Yeah, he's hot right now. You know, obviously, he, obviously he's not wrestled yet, but fucking yeah. people are mm-hmm. dying to see him wrestle. So, you know, uh, and obviously, Look, man. Him, go on, man. I just I took this as a win for the CM Punk truthers. Dave's been adamant for a while that CM Punk wasn't coming back, and I don't know where he says he might come back. I saw that as a win. He's he's coming back, unfortunately. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it is what look, it is. Look, Tony sees the elite. 
you know, kind of hesitant to put their pen on the paper and say, fuck, man, I need a backup right now. <laughs> I need to lock up CMFTR real quick. I can't lose both of them. I can't lose all of them. Imagine if you did, bro. That'd be so nasty for bro, yo, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine all six of them just left. Tony seeing how immature the Bucks are teasing their their EVPs, teasing their leaving the company that they founded on Twitter. He said, Not bro, I can't have Bucks, any of this childish bro. kid. Huh? The Bucks are doing their due diligence, saying, hey, man, we, we fought with you, TK. Fuck with all the wrestling, but you know. Nah, bro, I don't need that fuck, shit, bro. We fuck with our bank accounts a little bit more. Hey, yo, hey, yo, Nick and Matt said, Nick and Matt said, yo, Barry Boom, look over this this document for me, bro. Like They're just, never leaving, son. They're never leaving, yeah. but they got to do, they got to do their, their, their due diligence. Bro, uh, that's cool, but I just don't need them advertising that on Twitter because then I don't need these fucking elite geeks over here freaking out on Twitter every three days, and it's like, come <laughs> on, man. Rob's dad is in the chat. He said, yo, hey, yo, this is Eli Manning, Ricky Starks, Rob, all from New Orleans. <laughs> think he face, think he face, thumbs down. Um, Mr. Rob Sr., we need, I need Drew to tell Rob to show you um something called Fresh and Reckless videos. They are four <laughs> young men from New Orleans, and I, I'd like to know your opinion on them since we're on the subject. Moving on. Some home from AO. Listen, uh, Andrew's going on in on uh, one sec, I uh, Ibu. Uh, <coughs> never, never do that again. Is that Andrew? Never do that again, Monty. <laughs> Andrew for ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> that Ibu, long time subscriber of Hustlers University. Much love for that. Whoa, I know you say this all the time, but I mean it. You're an whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Y'all see this, right? Hey man, getting exposed it. live on air, yo. Andrew Tate. In I, his jail I, cell, got on his phone, got on Andrew, his YouTube, found the WrestlePeers podcast, and shouted out Ibu. That's how much money he drops on Hustlers University, Hangman does. Crazy. It, Mr. Tate, I don't know how you have access to this video from your location. Uh, respectfully, I am not a member of Hustlers University, and I would appreciate it if you didn't insinuate so. Bro, you um, have Hustlers University as wrestling opinions, bro. Like I already know they're in they're in the Hustle University Discord. Oh my god, FTR. Did you see that arm drag? Did you do you see how snug he had that headlock in? Oh my god. Big big hell. Are you, you are see you that, did you see that Bret Hart sequence from Stampede Wrestling 1971? Hell yeah. Oh my god. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. Listen, AO, are you implying, sir? That there's a correlation between Bret Hart slash FTR fans and members of Hustlers University and the general red pill incel circle of the I'm internet. saying, I'm saying CM FTR fans are all members of the Hustler University Discord. That's crazy. <laughs> They're all paying fifty dollars a month to Andrew Tate. That That's crazy. That's nuts. But yeah, so it sounds like everyone thinks that uh, uh Punk's coming back. Um which you know, it sounds like honestly, people have the consensus opinion has gone back and forth on this at least like three times, you know, um, over the past few months since he's, you know, since he hasn't been there since all out. Um, but at the minute, it seems like everyone thinks he's coming back. Um, obviously, nowhere's actually like reported he is coming back. Uh, nowhere's reporting much, you know, it seems like he's just kind of like at home, chilling. He's home, not talking to and, anyone, uh, but Larry, yeah, man. When uh, yeah. <laughs> but Larry's just you know, petting Larry. Um, you think, you yeah. think, you think Punk would uh. Keep FTR clued in on what's going on? Yes. Probably. Yes. I'd assume so. You know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for the fucking day. The fucking hour. The minute. The nanosecond. That CM Punk turns on Dax Harwood, bro. It's going to happen. 
it might not be this it might not be this month it might not be this year it might not be this decade but one day cm punk is gonna get on twitter he's gonna get on an interview and he's gonna shoot on dax harwood bro and it's gonna be delicious and i can't fucking wait it's not happening yeah, it's not like happening. It never happened with Scott Colton, right? Just like it would never listen, happen with uh, <laughs> just like it would never listen. happen with Joey Mercury, right? We don't. Just we like don't it would have never happen with uh, the what's his face, uh, Hornswoggle, right? Hornswoggle, <laughs> bro, they rode together for years. Every 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 day for years, they rode together and see a punk turned on him. Listen, all I'm gonna say is this, Ao. Uh, fucking asked you, bro. You, you you're, you're bringing. You're bringing up all this anecdotal, irrelevant stuff. Anecdotal. I think, yeah, at the end of the day, the reason why you're slinging all this mud that it just means nothing is that in your core, heart of hearts, you know that Philip Jack Brooks is coming back to All Elite Wrestling, and you can't stand it, and you're shaking. And the people who are detractors of Phil Brooks are also shaking because when he comes back, he's going to take the company by storm again. He's going to move the needle again. It's going to be a big sensation again he's gonna draw money again and he's gonna once again show that he's the most important person in the history of aew and you can't handle that because as an elite man you're you're fiending for another cm punk tweet so bad bro you want another cm punk tweet so bad you need it more than you need oxygen (laughs) listen i'm just telling you the truth and you can't handle it it's fine if you can't handle it, but I'm giving you a two-month warning, a two-month heads up to prepare for it, because that's what's coming. That two months, punk will come back He's resting, resting up that tri- <laughs> resting tell, up that triceps injury, you know? Tell, he, he, tell him to stay away from the buckshot Larry's. He's <laughs> himself enough for, for one lifetime. I, I hope that's the first movie he hits when he comes back. It's going to look so nasty. He's going to try to do a, a, a V-trigger, and his and his um he's going to get bisected from the belly button. Oh, his fucking legs are just gonna fall off, nigga. It's just gonna fall down <laughs> like old macaroni. Yeah. Uh, it's just said in the chat that Hangman stole my debit card and I saw a statement from Hustlers University. This is what crazy. that does with my money. That's crazy. I, that's it's, not true. It's stealing women's money for Andrew Tate's pocket, bro. That's crazy. It's literally stealing, stealing money from a woman <laughs> and then giving it to Andrew Tate. That's, 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 the most that's, that's, that's that double sexism, do. bro. That's, that's, that, that's, that's crazy. Showtime <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spurs, $5. Cody is literally their first AEW guard. Dave contradicted himself. It's not. What, what, does he, what does he mean by that? Oh, I, mean, I mean, he's talking about right now. He's not talking. He's talking about right now as we speak in, in the current landscape. You know. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you for the super chat. Neb $2. Kenny B should be top top phase if he comes in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he could for a he's run. Not, I don't know for the I mean, next 40 like, years old. Years. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, I was going to no, say. No, like, I don't think you do that, Kota, but... Kota Ibushi is 40. Yeah, man. He don't yeah, look man. it, though. You know? No, no, not at all. He, he, he looks like a – he's a genetic freak. He's in incredible shape. He looks young. He moves like a freaking, like he, like mm-hmm. you know, he, he's just he's just in amazing shape. Yeah, he's nuts, man. Uh, shout out Bushi. Yo, so what are Punk gonna fans be gonna Mania do? Weekend. I want to know what oh, Punk fans are gonna do go. when they uh, when here Punk comes back, right? And he has his three go. matches, and then he's out for another eight months. Like, what are y'all gonna do? Hey, how do you how do you feel about the fact that your goat is like having to wrestle like Matt Hardy and Ethan Page on television? He doesn't have to. And as and as a result, does he for the love of the game, bro? Did you see how much people were loving Isaiah Cassidy after that match? And that's because the elite that's because the elite know how to make young black men shine in love. 
something that CM Punk doesn't know how to do. What are you talking Hangman, about? Hangman, Hangman, yeah, I want you to yeah. answer this objectively. On okay. Kenya's life, answer this objectively. Did, okay. Did, did you name my dog? Yes. <laughs> yes, on your dog's life. Answer this objectively. <laughs> did Powerhouse Hobbs come out of that match with CM Punk looking any more of a killer, looking any more yes. of a serious threat, looking any yeah. better than he entered? Yes. Oh, my God. That's a lie, yes, bro. Yes, That's just not the yes, truth. You know what? I was at Arthur Ashe Stadium when, when, when Will Hobbs was facing Punk. I was. I was there. And, 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 and you know what's funny? A guy sitting right by me was like, man, this guy's a killer when Hobbs is getting his offense. And you know why he thought that? Because Punk was crumpling and selling for him, you know, and making him look like a freaking monster out there. Uh, and you so, would say the same thing for uh, Lee Moriarty too, huh? I'll tell you what. When Lee Moriarty did the Pepsi twist on, 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 on Phil Brooks, I was like, wow, man, this is like passing the torch. This is an amazing match. So you think that the torch has been passed? Absolutely, <laughs> it's been passed. And, 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 and you know what? You know what? The firm was Phil Brooks's idea, you know. And and what did he include in that stable? Lee Moriarty, because he saw something in a young what black a man. Awful idea, bro. The homie Stoke could be doing something so much better. Hey, yeah. shout out to Stoke we have away. Shout out to Big Stoke. Yeah, shout out Stoke. Uh, Bam five dollars after defending my hero Elon Manning, Team Big AO all day now. Oh my god! Feedback, bro. Damn. Being Team Hangman felt like putting down a pet. <laughs> Any truth that the books took a pay cut? Uh, uh, to you, Bam, they haven't taken anything. They haven't signed anything yet. The books will uh, never take a pay cut. They, no, they, they, never they have, <laughs> they have, they, 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 they won't. They haven't, and they, it's just not going to happen. The yeah. Bucks. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to I don't know what they would like to do. But what I do know is that they have enlisted the services of Barry Bloom to look over the details. The, the offer for an extension has been on the table. Their deals will, will expire in under a year in roughly about 11 months. Um, their deals are expiring. Kenny's is coming up. It should be coming up a little bit under that. So I'm assuming they're going to all make a joint decision. And I'd imagine if, if it was just if I was just a guessing man. Right. They're going to be businessmen about the whole thing. And just try to get, uh, you know, as much money out of Tony Khan as possible before agreeing to an extension. All I'm hearing from everybody saying about this argument is saying that the elite don't love AEW. That's what I. You know who does? I can't speak to that many. You know, I'm not going to make those accusations on the characters of Nick and Christopher Massey or or, or, or Tyson Smith. What I will say is that Philip Brooks loves AEW because he loves pro wrestling. The elite fucking created AW. It's their baby. What are we That's talking crazy. about here? Y'all niggas is no. chatting, bro. <laughs> you can't get that off. Hey, yo, no. You know who created AW? Cody Rhodes, nigga. The elite would be stupid <laughs> to say, hey, TK, we're never leaving ever, bro. We're going to take anything no, you ever give bad. us. Like, yeah. why would they do that? That would be so mm-hmm. dumb. If you, only, if you do there's that. There's only one other company out there that could give the Bucks and the, the elite in general what they deserve to make, and that's WWE. So for them to be like, hey, we're never going to talk to them, TK. Give us whatever you want. We're not going to disappear really with you. Business. Like, come on, bro. These are adults with families and and careers. And yeah, you got to do business, man. Do business. You know what? If, if they said that to Tony Khan, they'd be marks. That's the type of energy that uh, Tommy Dreamer would do, and that's why he was the last guy to get paid in ECW. Exactly. He's like, "Hey, hey, Paul, do what you gotta do. Pay me last, man. Yeah, I know I, I love the other boys gotta eat, Paul. Yeah. Other boys, other boys gotta eat." And 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 that literally left him without a home. Like... Yeah, man. Bam, bam. Switch swords on your boo. Uh, far, far, triple two. 
five dollars. Bam's changing size or EB changes his ripped shirts. <laughs> I, I I do I do go through a lot of shirts. I do go through a lot of shirts, unfortunately. Oh, uh, it's just it's wrong. it's a necessary consequence of being a a, a handsome and swole man. Four hundred forty so people is crazy. Yeah, you, we guys, we're at we're at four forty now. This this is unbelievable. Get you guys those likes up, man. Get those, get those likes up, guys. Get those likes up. Have if you're new to the rest of the uh, yeah, we're at 119 likes. All right. Yeah, hit that like button. Well, uh, like Phantom FTW, five pounds. Appreciate it. I'm totally expecting Dax to say something on this podcast that Ross punked the wrong way and they never talk 100%, again. 100. <laughs> percent He's calling it, bro. And whatever Dax says would be like so inoffensive, and like it, and like, or it could be taken one way, but anybody with like half a functioning brain would be like, "Oh, Dax ain't mean it like that," and then Punk would just fucking explode. I don't give a fuck about you or your family or your winner's purse or your daughter. Da, da, da. Yeah, you know the shit that pump be on. Could you could you imagine AO? Could you imagine him just talking about his match with Phil and he's just like, oh man, it was great. We called it in the ring and uh, you know he's not the most athletic guy in the world and like <laughs> Phil hears that and he's like, oh word, bro. What the fuck did you say about my fucking Mark? No word, no word bro. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you, you got go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Far poetry for two points. Oh my god! <laughs> you got a little left on your chin. Oh, I'm fucking that's, crying. That's crazy. It's not even a little bit. It's like a gallon. <laughs> it's all up in his beard, chin, and chin, bro. bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, appreciate you for, um, yeah, man. Uh, so what should we go with next? Uh, CM Punk, obviously. Um, do you think they actually do business together with the elite? Do you think CM if yeah. CM Punk comes back, do you yes. think that he does business? Unfortunately, yes. And, and you know what's funny about this, guys? Real quick, not to completely harp on this forever, but it's like when all those reports are coming out, like it's not happening. They're not working with the elite. He's not coming back. The locker room hates him. Jericho thinks this. They think that. Literally, I kid you not. Like I let you guys have your victory laps and your quote cool tweets and your assumptions, but like I just sat there and I'm like, bro. At the end of the day, this is a wrestling business. It's either he gets his buyout and Tony pays him everything that's owed in his guaranteed contract because it's a guaranteed contract of three years, or he lets things subside. He lets him heal his wounds, and then they go and try to draw money. And I don't care what the boys say or how they feel about this guy. It doesn't matter in, in the long run because it's a business. And so ultimately, I do think he'll be back. And I'd like to think that they'll work together because, you know, to, to praise the elite here, I think that if anyone can be bygones and, and sacrifice for the sake of, of, of business and the company, I do think it's possible that they are the types of individuals that would do that. Mm. Look, man, I'm sorry, man. Fucking Matt Hardy. Tony Khan doesn't give a fuck about your opinion if you want CM Punk back, bro. He's going to bring him back and make money. No, Trent Trent Beretta tweeting for the boys when Cole Cabana came out. Like that's that's cute, bro. But like, what does that mean to Tony when you're trying to do big business here? Really? Yo, fuck Trent. I respect you. Trent's a good wrestler. You know, he's a good wrestler. He's much better in twenty uh twenty twenty. Yeah, Trent, Trent's Bronx. really good, bro. Trent's, Trent's really good. He has been for a while. Yeah, um, like Trent, Trent's Trent's a dog. Know. But but when it comes to this for the boys shit, like that means nothing. Like, you know. Yo, so so Niggas really aren't allowed to show their homeboy love after he's been banished from TV. No, <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, 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 like Trent, that everybody that tweeted, like everybody that's that tweeted in support of, um, I know you. All right, so you you were playing it up as a bit, right? But there's some niggas on the timeline that were like really mad, son. 
that, oh, that, niggas was, that niggas was happy that their man was finally on TV after over a year or whatever. After after the sheets and fans and even the boys in the locker room think that somebody had a hand in having him banished. So if that's what niggas really believe, they're not allowed to be happy publicly. Yeah, be honest, yeah, okay, be honest. So there's some people I think that they're sincerely just like, yo, man, Colts, my man's. Happy for him. I thought he was going to get fired. I'm happy he's on TV, right? I, I think there's people, a lot of people like that, right? I do think there's some people who just have an issue with the guy that this was fighting, and they didn't want to put their name to nothing. They didn't want to say nothing publicly, but they're like, oh, this is my easy chance to just kind of piggyback off this and kind of be sassy and be snippy, you know, and, and it kind of split think, back. Uh, who do you think is one I'm of those? Just, I'm just saying, bro, that's sassy, bro. That's sassy. Like, some of you niggas are sassy, bro, just fucking jumping on the whole, you know, like, oh, yeah, cope. This is a win for the boys. Da, da, da. Say what you really feel, bro. If you if, if if what you really want to say is fuck CM Punk, say fuck CM Punk. Hey, fuck CM Punk. That's what I'm saying. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But, but this whole jumping on the cult thing and try to piggyback off that and go, it's for the culture and for the locker room. For the Shut the fuck up, bro. You don't care about Colt Cabana. Bro, but on the other end, no, 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 no. On the other end, niggas pretend like Colt Cabana has not been popular as fuck on the internet for a very he, long he, time. He is very well liked. He's very well liked. Niggas pretend like nobody ever liked Colt. Nobody ever talked about Colt. Nobody, like, ain't Colt a, a millionaire off of selling merch, bro? Like, Listen, talk, I'm, I'm, I'm like never going to deny that. No fans. I'm never going to deny that that he's a popular with the locker room. To me, honestly, and not to, not to, because spending 20 minutes talking about Colt Cabana is, un, is unbelievable, but um, I, to me, I think what's cornier about that whole situation is not the talent reaction. It's just the idea that they literally did it just to pop the internet. Like that, that wasn't for any business purposes or so to have a good match. Like it was to literally pop That was funny as hell. It was to pop Twitter, bro. bro the that's something that people are going to remember. That's not, that's not just a pop Twitter moment, bro. The, it is a pop arena Twitter, knew what it was. Well, yeah, the, the fans and the fans live too as well because they're they're in on everything. But it's just like, dude, the rating went down and the match was bad. Like you did it literally just to go like, <laughs> <laughs> you got him. But the thing is, the thing is, what I'm gonna remember more, um, them poor them saying, uh, oh, your next opponent is Jeff Cobb, and then Jeff Cobb and uh, Jericho have a four star match, right? Really good match, four star match. Okay. Or am I gonna remember them bringing out? Fucking Coca Banner and him dragging his nuts on the fucking <laughs> rampway, son. Everybody on Twitter laughing at Phil Brooks. Like, what do we remember more, bro? What's more memorable? You let me know. I listen. I I I'm not gonna forget it. I'm not gonna lie that. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna exactly. It. Son, it was a moment, and they capitalized on it. For sure. Ooh. For sure. I turned off dynamite. Man, he was in his man, he was fucking crying. You know, I didn't bro, know Manny was such a big CM Punk fan. Disgusted, bro. Like, I had it's no disgusted. clue he was such a big punk fan, bro. Roll out happened to became CM Punk's number one defender. Did you guys know that yesterday is the one year anniversary of John Moxley and Phil Brooks versus FTR? Good shit. Good shit. Awesome. Uh, I can't remember that match. Well, it, it was the start of FTR's tag team of the year run, you know? Basically. I don't remember. Yeah, that match. Yeah, well, I'm not even doing a bit right now. I'm trying to think. Good shit, bro. Um, Sprouts199. Uh, appreciate ya. Punk is the Jordan of wrestling. And Berkey199. Appreciate you too. This propaganda coming from backup is not. The people know, bro. The people know. Hey, man. It's not well. Uh, Berkey, thank you so much for the uh, super chat. I hope that's not you in the profile picture there. That is um, not him. That's an actor. I... That's, that's, uh, that's what's his face from uh, The Wire. He's going to say. But he's in The Wire. I do not know what role he was acting there with that hairline, though. Um, Monty, do we have anything before Dynamite? Because I do want to ask AO one thing. I think, you know, Eddie Kingston don't seem too happy on Twitter at the minute. 
Um, no. Yeah, man. No, he does he not. Did. Poop. Poop from a while. Lamar reminded me. He's fucking poop. All right. Eddie Kingston, bro. He's been going crazy, son. He's, he really just said, yo, fuck that. He said, fuck that nigga. I don't care what anyone tells me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the pillars. Fuck everyone. So I don't need Mux. I don't need Penta. And it was like, yo, he's fired up, bro. He's yeah. Fired up. Uh, what, what, what's Tony What's Tony done? Son, so he um he went, he went full fuck Mox, fuck Penta, because he want to make it seem like he not shooting. Eddie, bro. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, bro, we know you're shooting, son. We know you don't like Sam. We know you don't like MJF. We know you don't be around TV as much because, hey, bro, can we really trust Eddie not to punch out MJF? Like, <laughs> Eddie, bro, you just got to chill. Bro, imagine, like, MJF gets announced for, like, a sec, but and he comes out, he's got, like, comes a black eye. Black-ass eye, bro. Hey, man, if he that's... gives him a black eye, you know, that's more props than he to an Andrade. MJF and swerve, would be man. like, oh, some... You know what MJF would do if he if, if Eddie blacked his eye backstage, bro? He'd come out there, he'd be like... He says he's in, like, St. Louis. He'd be like, oh, St. Louis, bad. Just got mugged by some St. Louis crackheads. Did I mention sports team bad? That's what MJF would say. No, that's why MJF, he's going to sue if he gets punched by MJF. Uh, you know, my, you know who my dad is? Yo, uh, all I know is this, man. Eddie did do that thing where he got his real shit off and then, like, looked both ways and went, <laughs> wink, wink. You know, I'm Fuck working, right? Ortiz, I'm working. <laughs> You know, so that was that was a, a mega please stop emailing me uh, tack on on the tweet there hey um, well but when Eddie said that three segments shit, yo last night pause right it was the most I enjoyed MJF in like over a year right three segments mm. is too much son when he got on the so when you, he got you, the so headset so you, you, when you he were, got the you headset you were enjoying son, MJF last night you said what so you were enjoying MJF last night yeah bro I enjoyed the match I thought the I thought the promo was real weird until he did the Uno reverse, actually, I set that dumb bitch up to take that charge. And now me, I thought that promo, when he did that, I thought that promo, I thought that was a good promo, right? I thought it was a fire promo. But, son, he did not need to be on commentary, bro. Like, let him come out after the match or whatever. But yeah, even then, you can't trust him to, like, not, like, get his two minutes of shit off. He gonna fucking have a ten-minute promo and shit. Elite gonna have to cut their match. It'll be all bad, but... Yeah, bro, three segments was way too fucking much, bro. Like, and, and Eddie mm-hmm. tweeted that out. He was like, yo, three fucking segments for this guy? I was like, yeah, nigga. I agree. <laughs> I, I will say about his tweet saying that, fuck uh, House of Black. I don't know if that's a shoot or not. But what did Tony expect putting a guy like uh, Eddie Kingston in there with some lore merchants, you know? You know, I, that's look, a shit that... Hmm? Uh, no, I was just, no, finish, your, finish your statement, man. No, I was going to say, you just don't, that's the kind of shit that uh, Eddie Kingston hates. And you just put him in, uh, you know, put him against a faction that does all that shit, you know? You rather it's, go out there and have all time matches. It's funny, man, because you know I don't know if he's if he's probably working, and you know I don't think he has any real issue with these people as individuals. House of Mac, that is, but but he, you know, Eddie can't help but be honest, right? And so it's funny yeah. that in segments with House of Black, he's literally just like, "All right, go ahead, turn the light off, and do the spooky stuff, and <laughs> come back in the ring, and all that stuff you guys do." Don't do He's just like poking holes in like the you know the logic and of it and stuff. It's it's funny, like he. He thinks it's it's hokey because it's it's not this is not his style, you know. Yeah, it's not one beat, bro. It's it's not a weird matchup, man. It's a weird matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dream one ninety nine, punk the most sassy one. What the fuck? Um, punk, 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 he is sassy. He's very sassy. Very he sassy. Bro, he he was eating muffins while just talking shit about like his coworkers. That's very sassy, you know. 
Sassy wrestling is a business full of sassy men. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just full of sassy men. Real quick, Monty, I, I, I want to say about this Eddie thing. Look, I don't know the extent of how much of this is a worker shoot, the whole situation. All I do know is, and I'm sure everybody would agree with me, an MJF Eddie Kingston program is would be tremendous. And I know me, you, and Joe Halbert have talked about, like, how many MJF programs can main event pay-per-view, right? And we were thinking about it and how many would like work on TV as a, as a storyline, but also draw on pay-per-view. I do think MJF and Eddie Kingston would be great for the dynamics. For yeah, MJF to... be, everyone kind of wants to say that, you know, but it's just a matter yeah. of like, can you actually make that happen? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, think, I think ultimately it would be up to Eddie if he's willing to just, you know, Accept what Max is inevitably going to say bro, to him verbally. When he was like, bro, <laughs> when he was doing like the rant like yesterday or whatever it was, he's like, what I want to do? He's like, I want to look across him in the eyes and know I've got him defeated. He's like, I don't care if I lose the match. He's like, I know Yo, he's a pussy or whatever. The this, fuck. My, this, my, this nigga thinks he's a veteran in ECW or something. Like, and he's just like, <laughs> see it in his eyes, I, I, bro. I just want to test the kid, brother. The real wrestler that is, bro. I fucking no, love Eddie. That's, that's the energy. <laughs> Bro, that's the energy of like a journeyman wrestler who goes locker room to locker room in these indie shows. And you ask him like back, he's like, what, what what are you doing for at this time, at this point, man? He's like, I just want to see the kid's eyes, brother, and just just see if he has it, you know. Just test the kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? But yeah, man. Eddie Eddie's walling. We don't know we don't know how much he's working, we don't know how much he's shooting, but he's not happy about something, you know. Uh especially MJF. <laughs> We need you back on TV. We need yeah, you man, back we in need, our major yeah. programs. We need right. you know, Eddie, more Eddie the better. Always, right. that's, I've always said that. So, you know, sticking to it, even if he's a little crazy, you know. And that's, you know, it's part of the charm. It's why we love him. You know, if he, if he was boring, you know. <laughs> he's doing something on Twitter. Um, AEW Dynamite, though. Let's get into it. Um, El Paso. It was a great crowd. Um, apparently, there's a few visa issues, according to Dave on uh, Observer Radio. He mentioned Bandido and how the Lucha Brothers weren't on the show. And apparently, there's been a lot of visa issues like throughout wrestling. You know, uh, there's the Dragon Lee NXT one. Um, up until recently, people were talking about Ilya Dragunov and Mako Satamora with NXT as well. Um, there was even Ken- even Kenny Omega, bro. Like this was the first time we've seen him like wrestle. I think since. Uh, he went to Japan. Obviously, he done the uh, pre-tape last week. But, um, I, actually, I think Pentagon was actually there last night. He, he cut was a, there. He cut a, yeah, my friend was there. He said he cut a promo after the show. Dude, that's, that's one. But, uh, yeah, those, those are the three that Dave mentioned anyway when talking about last night. Uh, Bandido and Lucha Brothers. So, yeah, obviously, that would have been over huge. That's why he brought them up. Um, but, yeah, man, Al Paso is a great show. Great crowd, as I was just saying. Um, opened up with... MJF versus Konosuke Takeshita. Um, this was really good, man. Uh, it was an MJF-centric show, as we've already just talked about. Three segments. He was all over the show. Basically, mm. a show built around him. Um, but yeah, this was, this was his match versus Konosuke Takeshita. Total eliminator. Uh, MJF got the win. Um, he locked on the armbar after, after the match was done. Nobody could get him off. Danielson makes the save, and you know we keep rolling with it. But yeah, man, it was a really good opener. What did you guys think of the match? That was the best MJF match in a, in a long time. Shit on the Mox match. Um, 
don't know, bro. I just don't, I don't understand why all these MJF dick eaters, they get on the timeline after he has a match, and they fucking cry. Like, you motherfuckers, you, ne you never give MJF his credit. Da, 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 da. Bro, he's been champion for 90 days and has wrestled twice. What am I supposed to give him credit for? Bro, like, his first match of <laughs> 2023, it's the third week of February. Present. Like, I don't oh, know about that. Like, yeah. Just stop crying, yeah. son. Like, it is what it is, bro. Like, he can either he can either wrestle regularly and get his credit, or he can never wrestle and people forget how good of a wrestler he is because they get annoyed or or really happy. Or people be like, "Oh, MJF's just a promo," or they'll just be like, "Oh, he's a shitty promo," and I don't really care about his in ring because he doesn't wrestle that often. But either wrestle, wrestle, or don't wrestle and just shut the fuck up, bro. Like it is Yo, what it is, to, my nigga. To me, it, it just it's indicative of people's short memories though because it's very much a, like what have you done for me lately industry now and fans just jump on the next thing and if, if something isn't talked about every two seconds it's lost buzz and with max it's like how many times does he have to remind you guys like max mjf is a great wrestler that's just going to remind us in in 30 days no in 60 days when he's only wrestled daniel bryan in that time period that's gonna be it's gonna be a great match. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about his in ring because he's a very good wrestler. He can go. Regarding this opener, was it great? Of course, it was fucking great. Takeshita is a big star. I mean, not he's a rising star. MJF is a star. The crowd is super into it. You know, they did the Let's Go Maxwell, Maxwell sucks chance and CSIP went in all that other stuff. Uh, this is really good, Monty. I told I spoke to Joe Holbert last night. Our, our Russell Pierce Worldwide's Joe Holbert, and I was telling him I think that this match. If they rematch in a year from now, after Takeshi is more used to just, you know, weekly American TV, I think this will be the Bucks FTR 1 to the eventual Bucks FTR 2 that these guys can have. Bro, you're the and, only person who thinks Bucks FTR 2 is better than the first match, bro. It's not better than well, the first match. Wait, so let me, wait, let me explain. I, I'm not even talking about quality standpoint because they're just different matches in structure, right? And you prefer what you prefer. What I was just going to say is that... The, their next match will be a FTR Bucks 2 in the sense that I think that in this match, Takesha just kind of did his stuff, MJF would do his stuff, and they just kind of went back and forth in that way rather than meeting each other in the middle stylistically. And that was good enough because they're great that it was a, a four-star match, right? And and, and and Max did played a little bit of his game too because he did like a rebound, like a, a, you know elbow strike, and they did like the whole, you hit me, I hit you, and they both fall and then get the pop. But I guess the point I'm making is, I think that a year from now, Takeshita, if need be, because this, this shouldn't be his go-to, if need be, and they're like, yo, work American style with Max, right? I think he can do it in a more, um, in a way that's more kind of like a, a, a mixture of what they do, if that makes any sense. Uh, but yeah, this was a great opener. Yeah, it was good shit, man. Uh, so oh, we were just talking lines. Like, MJF always kind of like, uh, there's always kind of like that pause after his matches, because obviously he doesn't wrestle too often. So uh, every time he, he every time he wrestles and he wrestles well because he's a good wrestler, um, you know his fans like to kind of scream and shout about it to the point where mm -hmm. sometimes it can be a little annoying, like I always say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it was good shit. It was a good opener. Um, Manny, you know, we know you're a big Takeshita guy. MJF, you know, I wouldn't say you're. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what what was you thinking during this opener? I thought it was good. Um, I do agree with him, man. It could be better in, when they do it again in the future. But I don't know. I I, I think they did mix those styles together well. I mean, it was oh, it was, it was a great bad. Yeah, it wasn't a bad mix. Huh? I said, yeah, no, it, it wasn't like one of those things where you're like, oh my fucking god, like these guys have no chemistry. It was not that type of thing at all. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. 
That's all. Yeah, I mean, it just it was cool seeing. It was actually cool seeing MJF actually wrestle for once, and because it's it's kind of tiring just seeing him cut promos all the time, and his promos are more, in my opinion, more missed than hit. So it's it's good for a chance to see him actually wrestle and have a good match. Yeah, man. It's a like I say, it's a very MJF centric show, and at this point, with where MJF is at, I find it kind of. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like he's kind of like a step or two behind where he actually should be. Um, because, you know, fuck it, I'll, I'll get into it. Basically, when MJF was first going through that weekend, I think it was double or nothing with the Wardlow match. Um, that was that was the right pay-per-view, wasn't it? When there was the contract talk and everything, and he was like, oh, he's not going to show up and blah, blah, blah. You know, people were kind of like wondering if MJF is actually going to show up. He eventually showed up, he'd done the job, but there was a lot of people who were kind of like... Uh, they had like a weird bitterness towards MJF because you know how like AEW fans get. And uh, like if you go back to when MJF had that, that that couple of days when people were talking about the plane ticket and what was happening and blah blah blah, then they just kind of blew the cover with the you know the uh, the fake pipe bomb promo that they did. And uh, that's just kind of. I don't know, man. It killed the Misty. I don't know what you... I know you kind of disagree with me all the time on this, Ibu. But yeah, yeah. It blew the mystique, bro. Like, it completely blew the mystique because if you've got... Like I said, I always say, go back to that couple of days when people did we didn't not know what was going what, on. No one knew what was going on. We was hearing about plane tickets. We was hearing this. Like I said, a lot of the AW faithfuls kind of turned on MJF, like... You know, like like legitimately, you know, not the kind of wink wink stuff that we all do now. Um and that and like I said, he got announced for a promo after the after he'd done the job for Wardlow and it was like he just blew the cover, bro. And then he's done, Oh fuck you, Tony Khan, you fucking mark, and everyone's like, Oh yay, wow, like and it's just like I don't know, man. Like I said, it blew the cover and then, you know, we we all know he's coming back eventually and we're just kind of waiting for it. And then they do the whole life, and every, even his actual return was not like amazing, you know, like the whole uh, the mask thing and the ladder match, like it was just, you know, it wasn't mm. amazing. Then the feud with Marx was like, let's be honest about it. Now it was quite weird, you know. It wasn't a, uh, it wasn't great. They done the babyface teases, and then you know he's getting cheered too much, and even though he's actually a heel and he's putting out Regal, and he's trying to get his heat back, and he's having to do these corny, like, heel promos to get his heat back, and it's just like, you know, he's not where we thought he was going to be coming out of the Wardlow feud. I don't can think... Can I be honest uh, with you? Can I be honest with you? Of course this you can. Is where, this is where Dave Meltzer's statement earlier about needing that guy, the baby, is important, because... You're only as good of a villain as you, you know, a, a villain is only as good as the hero he goes against. And I think that MJF is great against the right baby faces. And I just don't think the dance partners he has are what works for his characters. Like he's taking on these veteran baby faces like John Moxley and Brian Danielson. Danielson, this program is, 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 is very solid right now. But like, I think that when he was with CM Punk, that was magnetic and magical television. Same thing with Wardlow, frankly. The peak of Wardlow doing anything on AEW programming was when he was at odds with MJF, and MJF was putting obstacles in his way, and you had all these cool creative angles that made Wardlow look amazing. You know, um, That's when you get the good TV. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and he, really felt like he was one step away. Like for me, like coming out, of, like, he just had the CM Punk, like genuinely, like something that a lot of fans will remember for a very long time. It was a brilliant feud. He got feud, he got voted for feud of the uh, multiple publications. Um, mm. It was great stuff. Then you go straight from that back to back Wardlow. You create a star in Wardlow. Like you really yeah. get momentum. Like you peak it. You let him squash it. You do like the perfect heel roll in that feud. He felt like he was just like one step from being like that world champion heel. And I think you know that, is, that step was meant to come with the comeback and with the shit with CM Punk happens, it derails it a bit, it gets a bit messy. And now, you know. Monty, I think that Brian Danielson and John Moxley, they're, they're two of the best wrestlers on the planet. You put them in a ring, they're amazing, right? I think they're current, as they're currently presented right now as veteran gatekeeping guys in the Blackpool Combat Club. I don't think they, they're electric television entities if that makes any sense do you know what i mean where like you put them in a promo segment or an angle and you put them head to head with another bad guy and you're gonna get like tv magic i don't think like as they are right now i, I don't i don't think they're the right guys to for that type of thing with max and i think that's what he needs which is why frankly i think a darby would be a little bit more dynamic because he could do maybe creative things in, in in segments you know popping out of places or whatever the fuck you know whether he jumps from a rafter or whatever whatever you want to do with him like you know i'm not seeing like them in creative locations where moxie does dynamic things you know like that that program was what it was and with danielson bro he's here to just wrestle you know what i mean he just wants to fucking wrestle uh so i i do think like not to like just completely like absolve mjf of anything but i think among uh, just even getting past like all the the issues that happened in the fall that kind of were outside of his control i think he just needs that type of guy to work with and he doesn't have that right now with um the people that he's working with hmm. uh manny i know Bro, that just you're, uh... sit back and think yo maybe mjf's bad he's not yeah, bad. I, was gonna, I was gonna say like uh i know i know like manny like with what he's into he's definitely like mjf just does not fit his profile at all i think he's in the wrong company yeah, I can I can imagine like hundred percent. Um, you wanna you wanna cut promos every week and wrestle once a quarter? Do that shit in WWE, bro. Them fans they don't like wrestling in the first place. They don't care, bro. <laughs> Roman never wrestles and nobody cares because they don't like wrestling, bro. <laughs> they want to see him. They want to see him run around and fucking we do ones and throw the one up every week and then, they say, acknowledge <laughs> me and they go and pop hugely acknowledge me and shit. You, you know you, you know what they they don't like wrestling they don't have to like wrestling it's cool that they don't like wrestling but go over there and do that shit ayo ayo it's funny i think i think what it is is wwe they, they, wwe fans need a very specific type of foreplay to enjoy wrestling you know and if, and if not it's just a hindrance until the next like roman segment that they can get <laughs> you know it's like it's like a match is on tv and it's like all right probably in about seven ish minutes i'm gonna see the bloodline again you know so i'm gonna just kind of be quiet until until that happens you know, it's just a different type of show structure. But but I, I don't I, I resent this notion that like MJF is so out of place and he can't fit in AEW because no, he can't fancies himself as a five tool player, don't he? I don't think his promos are that great, but they can be. But um he he's a good wrestler. He to a great wrestler. He could fit in if he wanted to, he doesn't want to. So, Would you guys uh, not agree that the, the angles with Wardlow in the springtime were like fantastic week after week? Um, bro, that shit, that shit was so good. <laughs> Come on, I liked it. I, I, no, I definitely liked it, bro. I thought it was a little bit way. I thought I thought it was too repetitive and shit, but uh, I, I not even just Max's promos, but like how it was booked 
The one thing I'm going to say about MJF is like, he doesn't want to wrestle in AEW because if he knows if he wrestles, he's going to get over and he doesn't want to be cheered. If he mm-hmm. goes and then if he knows if he does have to wrestle in AEW, he's going to have to have these some of these epics or whatever, these big matches. It mm. doesn't seem like he really wants that. And he doesn't want the fans cheering him. That's why I said if he goes to WWE, he doesn't really have to worry about having these crazy matches. He can have an average three-star match like a Roman and not worry about like people like cheering for him and all that, you know? Mm. I think you make a great point, Manny, in, in the whole – I the whole – just um, point of if I have too many great matches, people are going to be like, oh, fuck, this guy rules, you know, and then he has no heat. That is a good point. That's a good point. And I, I do think I think that is part of Max's thinking. It's like, I know I'm great. When I have these great matches, people are going to realize I'm great. Just like just like how being a great heel eventually gets you cheered because people respect what you do. It's a bit of a tough situation. I, I think in his mind, he has a plan for when he wants to ship this character and he didn't want it to be now, which is why he's doing what he feels is necessary to have heat. Which is why I think also is the internal justification for the promo that he later cut about, you know, you know, getting head in the car and crashing the car and then blaming the girl and all that whole stuff. Um, it, Monty, can we just because uh, because there's so many max segments on the show, can we just broadly just kind of encompass the whole thing now instead of like going one by one? That's what we're basically doing. Yeah, and when we yeah. go through it, we'll only have to touch on each thing. But it's just all that's what we did. We're doing the MJF right, talk right, now. Right, 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 we're, right. we're doing yeah. it. Yeah, we, we've been doing it the last five, ten yeah, minutes. Yeah. I, I, did, did the MJF segment, segment, segment thing work for you where, like, he he shows a post-match to attack Takeshita. We see him backstage uh, lock uh, Danielson in the room, right? He tells Aubrey to make the count, and then and then he jumps on commentary, and then he has a post-match attack on Danielson. They did the whole multi-segment um, plot thread with one guy, and to me, I saw it as him ambitiously trying to heat this program up as much as he can in one night. Um, and, and I would say like more of that stuff worked than, than not. Um, but I just think it's a very interesting decision to do it that way rather than just kind of keep him like, uh, uh, a brief <clears throat> thing on the show. What would, did that work for you, Monty? Go on, man. You had some uh, I, cool, I, just, I really, I don't really want to, it's like a two hour show and there, there's so many people on the roster. I don't really want to see the same guy over and over on TV. And mm. I, I think I didn't mind it when he first came out, cut the promo. Oh, but mm-hmm. backstage, I was just like, whatever. He's gonna cut a promo, and I was really into it until he brought up Liv's name, and I said, "Oh, come on, bro!" Because I, I knew exactly what he was gonna do from then. Then he did exactly what he just insinuated that, you know, he got hit from her or whatever, and then he crashed the car, and I was just like, "Bro, come on!" Like you sounded so awesome. You sounded <laughs> like a real. You sounded like a real world champ. His first minute, you know, cutting a promo. I thought he sounded like Flair. And then mm. he just went on, and just did his edgy shit, and I just rolled my eyes. I said, "Bro, come on, just do what you." Just do what, what made you like everybody like you in the CM Punk feud. Just be that serious guy that's out there for blood, and he wants to prove that he's the world champion. And just, just don't do all the other sh- shtick, you know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, hey, what did you make of very the- much uh, kept him grounded in terms of like the corny, like wink, wink, you know, performative heel stuff. You know, well, not yeah. performative because he was definitely still performative, but like, like Manny said, like the corny. You know, like, you're like Haha, blow job, like, come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, Ayo, as he was about to yeah, what, 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 what do you think? What do you think just, just, just a show structure with, with having him in multiple segments, kind of th- making a plot thread through the first hour? Like, what do you, what did you think? I of think, that? um, I'm not the biggest MJF fan, but I think that's how the world champion should be presented. Um, mm-hmm. I liked mm-hmm. it when Kenny was on the show throughout the show and mm-hmm. shit. 
I wanted them to do it with Hangman, and they never fucking did for whatever reason. Oh, that's a good point. because MJF and point. Punk needed all the fucking screen time during Hangman's reign. I just remembered. But, um, yeah, bro, like, uh, that's how the world champion should be presented. I was right. tired of it by the time the third match came around because I think I think MJF on commentary actively took away from um, Roosh versus uh, Danielson, especially in the beginning before they started really, like, beating the shit out of each other. But, like, in the beginning, all I could hear was, like, fucking Max, son. And maybe, and that's the point, I guess, just be like, oh, I can't wait till this motherfucker loses. But, like, it's not, like, it's not the type of Keith that's like, oh, I need the belt off MJF now. Because he's still going to be on television. It's the type of Keith <laughs> is just like, bro, this match would just be so much better if he's not around. It's like, I'm not, I'm looking at my phone now instead of looking at the match. Because this nigga's just talking and talking mm-hmm. and talking. Like, Shut up, my nigga. But, um, yeah, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, the the whole putting your world champion on multiple times and shit, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just do it when it's uh, somebody that we actually fuck with, too. Nigga. <laughs> what I will say about it is... Uh, I agree with AO in the much that like, the world champion should absolutely be a central theme of the show, uh, especially right. when you're building up to a pay-per-view, uh, you know, pay-per-view main event. What I will say, though, is I think it was maybe like an appearance or two too much. Um, you mm. know, people kind of got, like, as AO just... Proved, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, even though he's already like predisposed uh, to like, you know, he's just not a Max fan, <laughs> you know, so like obviously take that with a pinch of salt. But like, still, like, I'm sure there was a lot of people by the time he's out there for commentary and stuff, and it's like the fourth or fifth time we've seen him today. It's like, there's a little much, but absolutely, it should be the way that um, the world champion is presented as a f- central theme. Their, their feud is the most important on the show. Um, AO, men- no, AO mentioned Hangman. That's a, that's another one. Like it should have been like that. Of course, like the CM Punk MJF thing was like a huge hot thing at the, at the time. But there could have at least still been a bit more effort to make Hangman more of a central piece rather than this guy that would. Uh, he was kind of like a guy that would show up and have a banger. Yeah, you know? show up. Show up with the five last minutes. Decided have have an amazing match. He's like, all right, Hangman, you did what you were supposed yeah. to do. Get up off TV yo, now. Yo, Ayo, Ayo, mm-hmm. have you ever seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Yeah. He's he's Jotaro in part four. He just pops in and look cool as fuck, have a cool fight, and then you don't see him again until the next like, time. Ah, that niggas. Y'all be cool. <laughs> yeah. just, I'm gonna see you niggas in five episodes. Monty, this is the last thing I'm gonna say about MJF as a whole. <laughs> I, I, I think that just as a talent, I, I appreciate that he's he tries to remain ambitious and diversified in how he presents himself. Mm-hmm. And I do think that he's looking at the structure of the show and how it's like just five matches that get decent time, and he's like, How can I put my imprint on this show and structure in a way that's varied and interesting. And I, I do think part of the thinking is like, okay, if Danielson just has guys that he faces every week, how about this week I try to stop him or something? You know, so so, <laughs> so in general, I, I, I appreciate him just trying to do that, trying to also challenge himself by putting Respect himself in the effort. Yeah, because yeah. you know, be a storyteller, all those things. Um, what I would suggest going forward, though, is because it was a lot of him this week, right? And and when I was at, I remember when I was at Dynamite in Newark in 2021, when I was when I was online to get food, when his when his theme song hit, people ran off the lines to see what he was gonna do because they were they couldn't wait to boo him. And I think it's because there's a feeling of like, oh my god, when he's on, what is he gonna do? You're gonna kill that feeling, I think, if you oversaturate yourself. And I think he's done enough groundwork now with himself and his character work that I think now it's time to pull back a little bit and now let Danielson catch up on his end as a character. And so what I would suggest personally is some intersectional storytelling with Danielson at the the heart of it, which is basically to make a long story short, 
he's not getting help from the BCC. He's getting jumped every week, and they're not helping him, right? I think that if we kind of explore that and why that's happening, um, we can get some character stuff with Danielson that can um, be very interesting to to follow leading to his match. Oh, and real, quick, all... hey man, real quick, hey man, because like people keep people keep saying, oh, I think they're not happy with him anymore. Is he even still in the BCC? Like people keep saying that stuff. Yeah, he he has tagged with Mox on television he after did, he did. the what's it called angle after the William Regal angle, and he still mm-hmm. has BCC on his. Beard. But, but but have you have He's you never noticed out? He's still in. The... No, I'm just making it clear that he is like okay. Yeah, like, yeah, they're not helping him, but and people right. and fans are like in their heads. They're. They're booking it like, oh, he's not even in the BCC no more. They're not happy with him or whatever. It's like, nah, bro. Like, he's been with the BCC ever so, since so the legal shit went down. So, uh, so this is going to be, like, a very elite lore adjacent. Like, because here's the thing. I'm paying attention to the segments they you keep, right? Mox doesn't seem to have a problem with Danielson, right? Yuta has the issue. Claudio seems to be close to Yuta because they tag. They tag on Dark and shit, right? And they, they, they're like, they have the Ring of Honor connection, right? I think if you explore this dynamic and really exploit it, I think it can make for good story-driven TV with characters involved that can um, fill TV time in an interesting way, get more out of Danielson, and then you can then spin that into multiple people's own individual stories within the stable. And so that's what I call intersectional storytelling because it, it affects different storylines. And and as, as a triple whammy, it makes the implications of matches more heavy because yeah. as, you have de- as you have de-emphasized um, rankings, right? What makes these matches matter beyond just you know getting a good number on cage match if it affects these people as people? Right. And so now if you know going into a Claudio match or a Yuta match or a Moxie match or a Danielson match that yeah. this is this has issues with the BCC, that's very interesting. And so I think that would help ratings. I think that would help the storytelling and the flow of the show. And I think it would also on Danielson's side balance the, the, the title storyline. Because right now he's just a guy who wants to wrestle, which is very <laughs> understandable, but on a personal narrative level, I think this could make things uh, even and interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just want to say one thing like about this BCC thing. Bro, they all have their, they're all they're all together, but they all do their own thing. I mean, and plus, all of them don't really fuck with what because the whole thing started because Regal turned on them. So like, none of them fucked with Regal anymore. The only person that does is Danielson. So why would they want to help him help Danielson out? It's, it's also also it's many things. Like I think thing that people kind of lose a lot with BCC because it's a uh, because they are kind of unique in this sense is that they want to be like a pro wrestling MMA gym. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're always tagging together. They just train at the same place, you know? So they have like kind of that, you know, uh, connection sort of thing. It doesn't mean the best friends. It doesn't mean they're always going to make saves for each other. Because it's a fair thing to bring up, I guess, as a fan when you're watching like an MJF angle and it's Takeshita making the save and not someone who's in his quote-unquote faction. Because this isn't like a traditional wrestling faction. It's just not. It, it kind of never has been. Like It felt more like one in the early days of BCC because yeah. they were doing so many tags and stuff because it's a new faction. That's what They're you trying do. to get the faction uh, over and shit. Yeah, so um, like I said, I think sometimes it's very easy to kind of lose sort of that this is kind of... It's different to what we're used to in that uh, sense. What all Japanese wrestling fans, for some reason, we never made the, like, the correlation or like... Japanese, like... Stables, they don't really guard and save people a lot, especially like the babyface stables. Like, if you're getting beat the fuck down, they're just gonna let you get stay out there and die, bro. Like, chaos don't be running out there for Okada when the bullet club's on his ass, they just let him get beat up back there in the ring and shit. So, like, I don't know, maybe that's what the BCC is going for right now. But they also did go out and save Mox 
a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. against Hangman. Yeah, yeah. So but that, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's necessarily a plot hole or a problem. I'm saying yeah. this dynamic should be explored. Like, like you do something where it's a, whether it's an in-ring interview with all four members, where maybe Renee is just kind of like. I'm, she's just like, hey, man, the people are asking, like, I want some clarity on the stable. And they ask that question. They go, like, they ask a difficult question. You see someone make a, maybe make a face or something, mocks answers for the team or whatever. And then maybe, I don't know, Yuta butts in and goes, like, oh, because you're a bitch. It's like, whoa, like, what? Like, what are you talking Like, whoa, where did this come from? Right. You know, and then and then you got, you got maybe, maybe you have Max backstage that they cut to him later in the show. And he's just like, he can't even get his own family in order. And he thinks he can take care of me. And da, 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 whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm just saying, like, that type of intersectional thing where there's this, this varied, personal dynamics in the group that can lead to just interesting mm-hmm. telling. Yeah. Uh yeah man. It's uh like I said it's 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 definitely different what they're doing with the BCC there's definitely a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things that can explore with it like Kibu was just talking about. Uh I think the last thing I want to say about Max is kind of just like to round up what I was saying about him earlier. Was uh mm-hmm. you know, coming out of the back to back punk wardlow great feuds like I said uh, there was like a magic that they would they probably we was expecting to see from him you know and it's like with what happened like whether it, whether however you feel with the uh, the pipe bomb promo you know it kind of blew the cover a bit blew the mystique a bit then also like the actual comeback itself I think was kind of you know not even necessarily Max's fault man like a lot of it probably to due to booking um the, the baby face teases and stuff like that. And it's like, now it's set you back at a point where MJF now needs to like get that, you know, that real heat that he's been trying to get in recent weeks. So we'll mm. see what happens. I think he can get to the level I was hoping he would be at at the time. He would get the belt. I think he'll grow into that with the belt rather, yes, than, I agree. Being, rather than being at that point when he got the belt. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. um, you know, I've still I've got I've got faith in him, I guess, but he yeah, has been frustrating at points over the past month or two. Very. Um, Short on Spurs five dollars. Monty have to disagree. The pop Max got it all out was unbelievable. It's just that everything got overshadowed by the press conference. See, bro, I thought it was ass like at the time as I was watching it. You know, <laughs> like it, like, so that's obviously for my preference anyway. That's absolutely nothing to do with like brawl out as people call it. Um, mm. as, I was wa- like, as I was watching the finish of that ladder match, I just thought, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, that ladder <laughs> match, that was just, you know yeah, what I, you know what I never told people, son? I fell asleep during entrances of that ladder match and I missed it, bro. Like, I missed the ending, <laughs> I missed them handing over the poker chip to MJF, and then I woke up and I watched the next couple of matches, and then I fell asleep again for the no, no, I fell asleep during, um, I fell asleep during the women's match, unfortunately, which was fantastic. Like I, I I posted like my last tweet was literally about ass. Like I tweeted about ass, like Jamie Hader and, and Tony Storm, whatever. And I fell asleep, and then I, and then I woke up, and y'all was doing the post the the post pay per view show, and, and Monty's like, "How dare this nigga?" And he was like, "How dare this nigga come in here now?" Like y'all already been talking for three hours and shit. But um, I didn't get spoiled on the uh, on the what's it called. But yeah, I yeah, like I, I got spoiled on the ladder match, but I didn't get spoiled on something else. Some, oh, Mox and uh Punk. But mm-hmm. yeah. I when I when I got spoiled on the ladder match, I was like, they 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 did it like that. That sounds stupid. Then I when I watched it, I was like, Yeah, this was dumb as fuck. Like it, that shit was not good. It was not a good angle. I don't, it doesn't matter who that was. It could have been Kenny returning after fucking brawl out or whatever. That was a terrible angle. 
Yeah, man. A few, a few people. People have said in the like, like the angle. I'm not saying it was like objectively awful or anything. Uh, I I just did not like it a lot. Um, people, a lot of people mentioned like the pop. Like, it got a big pop. Like, of course, he got a big pop. Like, he was gone for months. You know, like, and also, you know, he's a heel. So, you know, MJF, uh, MJF would have got a big pop if they were like, if two people were fighting backstage and and they kicked yeah, open no. a bathroom stall and MJF was taking <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> that would have got a huge pop, bro. <laughs> Didn't they do that with Orange Cassidy? Like, he was just standing in the fucking stall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit. yeah. Yeah, bro. It, it was, it's, it's a big star return. It's going to get a big pop regardless. But, of course, like I said, if you like the angle, you like the angle. I just, I just didn't, uh, I thought, you know, it wasn't the, uh, it wasn't, the impactful way to bring back someone you're about to give the world title to. Anyway, um, Master 94, why visa issues so bad recently? Never been this bad. I'm sure they have been this bad. I'm not really the one to ask about these issues. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Any, I don't really know anything about visa. I mean, like, I've traveled out of the States a lot, but I don't know shit about visas, bro. I don't know why it's well, hard like- for them to. I, I just thought you threw money at the issue. And you'd be fine. Like that's what everybody. That's like that's what all Nigerians think. You just throw money at it, you're gonna get your visa. But these people are obviously very well off. TK's well off. WWE's well off, and they can't throw money at the issue. So no, I don't, I don't know. paperwork, paperwork, Bro, paperwork. I mean, you know. Yeah, that, that's how I know it's this shit is a bitch. The fact that like a million dollar company WWE, like they lost access to Ilya Dragunov in like what October. Couldn't get this man back till February. You know, it's like crazy. it's insane. Yeah, it's a, it's a mad thing. Uh, far five triple two ten dollars. Appreciate you again. Uh, MJF doing anything for here? I understand. It's just this stuff for the la- last ninety days is a disappointment as of the moment. Triple H would kill for MJF to just cut twenty five minute monologues on a three hour program. I mean, it goes to a lot. Money said, you know, he uh nope, maybe he does do WWE, but like you know, uh, he I O said earlier, he you know clearly figures he fancies himself as a five tool player and I think he's shown that he can be that. So he, it's is, just, he is a five tool player. You know, uh, hasn't he hinted at himself <laughs> being like his own reign of terror? He's ha- he's had to like have seven. Yeah, even I, even went clean shaven for two weeks to try to emulate O three hundred. Like he he he's <laughs> I don't I don't know if I need that kind of uh wall breaking in my fucking wrestlings, but you know I don't need that. Just like go in there, do your shit, be the best you make, mm-hmm. do the best you can, and make it good. Don't go out there and sabotage it on purpose. I think you're like, I think saying that makes sense in kayfabe as well, mm-hmm. though. Like I don't think yeah. anything. I don't think he said anything that like a UFC fighter couldn't say. You feel me? Right. That yeah, I agree. I agree. Say. I don't. It's not. He's not going there. Like <laughs> guys. I'm gonna ruin the show. I'm getting booked. I'm I'm getting getting booked to bury the boys every week, yo. Like I don't think he's anything like that. He's not doing that. Um. Okay. So the next part of the show, we'll kind of gloss over the some of it. Uh, so there was a Joe pre-tape on Wardlow. Obviously, Joe caught a great promo because that's what he fucking does. Um. (laughs) Then we got Jamie Hayter versus the Bunny, which kind of went as expected. It was fine, you know. Uh, Jamie won, um, as expected. Then after. We got this Soraya and Tony Storm promo where Soraya just like uh, embarrasses Lever Bates, spray paints an L on her, cuts a bad promo, kind of has no like feeling 
No, the, the, the segment had like no like soul to it, you know. It was so, like, bro, bro, what a weird it was so, segment, like, bro. Flat, bro. I think, I think, I think people have been like hypercritical of Soraya slash Paige just because they don't like her as a person. Well, feel how you want to feel about her as a person and stuff, but I don't think, I don't think the level of her work has been as bad as the critics have said. But bro, that promo segment, son, <laughs> what the fuck? It was so yeah. flat, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro, why'd you I, do it with Lavo, man? She can't even wrestle. She can't even sell good. I mean, like, that, can't even, that, I don't know. That, that match, I, I thought the match sucked, and I thought the promo segment sucked after, too. So it was uh, Monty, no one for the win today. That angle felt like uh, an October 2022 Dynamite level <laughs> flat, <laughs> flat and, like, dry and thoughtless backstage angle where it's just like, Bro, y'all don't, I think I'm the only person here who watches Dark, but that was literally like a Dark promo segment. Or like, Because like they'll have like wrestlers that they bring in a lot but aren't signed, and you guys okay. have probably never even heard of before. They'll have them like have a cutter, like a backstage promo and shit. And it'll be like that level or worse. Signed. Really? Like, that That's shit it. was... That was terrible, bro. Yeah, I, I, I think even just beyond the execution, I don't know, man. Like, this idea that like... Paige and Tony are going to be uh, Hall and Nash. I think people forget that, like, Hall and Nash's primary strength is that they're cool as fuck. Yeah. And, and and they're very, they're good promos. And, like, they are so saucy that people just were fine with the fact that, like, they were going to give no in-ring effort whatsoever. You know, Paige and Soraya, I mean, no, sorry, Paige and Tony, Tony's, a, a, her strength is that she's a, she's a good wrestler. I think you know, Tony's come off as really cool since her debut, though. But like, she's trying to be like a villain not, now. Not, not, not that cool, type of corny. Not that type of way. Yeah, you know. What, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but like, she came out with like, the rock Tony's star un- glasses, the leather jackets mm-hmm. and shit, or the, the rock sure, music. Sure. Like, I think she was coming off cool. But then well, of she course, was like, of course. I guess yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not, he, like, not he, like, he cool, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It just I, I don't I don't know about this pairing. Um, it, it's funny because I was talking about intersectional storytelling earlier. I think they're attempting it with the women here with this broad women's division in um, uh, civil war they're trying to set up with with the divisions with WWE and AEW. They're clearly mm-hmm. going for it, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. On one side, I'm I'm very interested. The Brit and Ruby stuff is very interesting, like their dynamic so far, and the other side, which is the heels, uh, it's not clicking as a TV act yet for me. Uh, they kind of feel like Team Rocket, um, but we'll, we'll see where we'll see where it goes and if it gets better, and if they get more comfortable yeah. in the role. You you kind of touched on it, man. It's like uh, not I a... just you know what it is with these backstage segments, bro. Sometimes if AEW in general as a promotion, like outside of this, kind of like being like, underwhelming and flat and honestly kind of bad so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like sometimes these backstage segments they just need a little creativity, bro. It's just yeah. Or just do something else. Like, it doesn't always have to be, like, a backstage, you know, host with a mic, you know, Shivani or Renee. Like, it can be something a little different, like, you know, change the scenery. It could have just been, like, it could have just sent out a dark jobber local to El Paso that, like, the crowd would have popped for, like, they were going to do a match. I mean, it's like, before the match even starts, you just send out Tony and Soraya to just derail it, boo the shit out of them. You can do that in, like, a minute. You, you know, don't even I mean? have you, to, got... you don't even have to advertise the match beforehand or anything. Yeah, literally. No, no, oh, no, no. the next match is up. Dark Jobber again. No home to that pop order. Like, did did they really sit around like the fucking war room, like booking table, or whatever? And they was like, you know, what's really going to get uh Tony and Soraya over his heels if they That's kick focused, blue bro. pants in the stomach 
cut a shitty promo mm. and then spray paint it. That's what I'm saying. The, it, the it, people it, want it, blood now. It, Ayo, it's literally like the just the first idea that came to mind. That's like a stock, just generic thing to do, and he just put that on without like thinking about like, is this actually gonna like be effective? Get anything more over than it is? Yeah, you know, it just. Yeah. It just lacks creativity, lacks like I said, lacks focus, man. It's like like I always said, it seems like it's just kind of like the first idea someone just fucking throws out there and they just kinda of do it without really thinking it through of how it's actually gonna like work or actually benefit anybody involved. Um like literally since we're on the AW women's division, well right, it's the same with Jade. It's like all of Jade's segments feel the same. It feels like she's backstage with the baddies or That's true. Well, what were the baddies. Bro. She didn't know something yeah. all this long. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I, 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 I honestly feel for TK when it comes to the Jade situation. At least I'll give him a lot of leeway there because just like yo, what the like, what the fuck you want him to do? Like, um, shout out to Nate. But Nate, <laughs> Nate has tweeted like Nate has tweeted like five times. Like, bro, why is Jade not getting a a fifty and O celebration? Why is she not getting this? Why is she not getting this on Dynamite? Mm-hmm. Like, not even Rampage. Da da da. But. When you advertise shit like this, right? Wrestling fans expect it to go one way. They expect a big 50-0 celebration to end with, oh, who's Jade's next challenger? Who's going to be the next big boss? Who's going to finally take the belt off of Jade? There's no one there, bro. So, like, how do you end that segment and it not to fall flat and it to, like, actually mean something and and to push Jade's story forward? Who are you going to bring out, bro? Are you going to bring out fucking Abaddon? Like, in, my, in my opinion, this is another thing. I think... And I, I'm gonna always hammer this. I think we should actually try to tell some stories with, with, with Willow Nightingale. I think she has something there, and I think, um, I think, I think like an actual Jade storyline is kind of needed with her versus yeah. a challenger versus a challenger. Yeah, versus yeah, a challenger storyline with like real segments with thoughts into it, got like big Jade yeah. and segments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Not just Jade backstage calling herself the shit, then she appears. Well, I'm Pampers. I'm taking that yeah. belt this Friday on Rampage. Like, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, cause, dude, uh, mid last year when it was like Jade and the Baddies and Stoke and feuding with Statlander, Athena, and then sometimes Willow would kind of be in that orbit. That was fun television. No, it was remember really that, good television. Remember? I liked it that a lot. It was fun television. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it, had, it, had, it had Thunder Rosa stressed talking about all oh, <laughs> like, oh, that TBS division is shitting all That's over true. the top title. <laughs> It's true that that was the coolest shit going on with the women at that time, you know. And I, yeah. I, I genuinely liked it as like wrestling television, not just like, oh well, the women need something to right. do. I hope it's not that bad. I hope it's passable. Like, nah, but I, I feel like that was good TV. <clears throat> we got uh, a couple of free super chats that we got uh, backed up. Shy Town Spurs five dollars. It feels like this story could be so much deeper than they're making it out to be. This NWO rehash with no substance isn't doing it for I me. I think you can tell from what we've all just said. We pretty much agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Darren Walker five pounds. Appreciate you too. Hope we don't get blood and guts women's match. It looks like it will happen this year. Darren Walker, <laughs> you and your fucking Tory opinions, bro. Right. See, that's it. That's a little harsh. I'd say saying you don't want it to happen flat out. I just hope. I just hope and want them to make it more interesting and creative and put a bit more focus and thought into these things and we don't get segments like we got like that Soraya Tony Lever Bates one last night because uh, no one's here for that bro I don't think like, even if you're the biggest women's wrestling fan on the planet you know it's shit like that's tough bro you know um, okay um, Far Far Triple Two who is the third woman at Revolution I don't know bro I don't know. I've given up on uh, Mercedes uh, pulling up. 
No one even wants to like speculate that shit. Yeah, nobody even wants to say. Like I, there's, there's, I know there's some, there's some AW chats that are just whispering it to themselves and shit. Don't even want to put on the timeline, but no. Nah. Uh, oh, third woman is gonna be Mandy Rose. Book it, Mandy Rose, bro. Yo, if it's her, what, what? How would y'all react to that? Son, like, I would. I'm literally unsurprised, unmoved. Nigga, I'm I'm becoming a bloodline stand. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, bro. bro, bro, this, bro. If, if, it's Mandy, if it's Mandy Rose, I need Renee Young out of this company. She's bringing that's the wrong kind of energy. Triple H sent Renee Young on a on a on a uh, fucking <laughs> a sleeper cell mission. Yeah, sleeper cell mission and shit to yo, yo, all you it's Amanda Sakamano! It's Amanda Sakamano! Oh, no. This Friday night on AEW Rampage, Blood and Guts, the, the, the team the outsiders. Yo, Blood and Amanda's, Guts on Rampage is crazy. <laughs> listen, Amanda, Amanda Sakamano, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Summer Rae versus... <laughs> It's like, bro. Stop it. Stop all that. Well, uh, yeah, I, anyway, feel like, yeah, I feel like uh, women's blood and guts would have to take place on a, on a pay-per-view and not TV. I'm, oh, I'm, with it, bro. I'm, with, I, I, I'm excited for women's blood and guts. I'm excited for women's blood and guts. I mean, we don't even know who's in it. But anyway, Bow Wow. <laughs> One night, you know, y'all like forgot about me, did y'all? Listen, <laughs> oh, bro. Stay that away from bad. AW forever. Stay away Son, from wrestling, bro. I was wanna, I was wanna give that angle a shot. I wonder Why? where it was gonna go. Fucking go. <laughs> when, when Bow Wow turned in that video that he took on his Nokia from fucking nineteen ninety nine in that grainy all white interrogation room where he cut a promo with terrible audio. I was like, "What was we doing, bro?" Like that was a low point. So like that cool. was like so this. Th- yo, t- I tweeted literally like like that is like one of the just the saddest things to ever take place on AEW program. So I know so because like, and the only reason why I know so is not because I'm a shill because I I criticize AEW all the time on my time. Like, go look, bro, go look mm. right now. But I know so because Jade Cargill was looking the most generational that she's probably ever looked on <laughs> AW television in that jumpsuit, son. Like, I was not worried about what Bow Wow was, was, was doing. Was that the money jumpsuit? Was that yes, the money jumpsuit? Yes, bro. It was the money jumpsuit. <laughs> so I just, I know so. But then I, when I went back later and, and rewatched it to get ready for um either the Thursday show or Unpure's, whatever. Like, I went back and watched it to, to so I knew what I was talking about for a podcast. It was so fucking bad. So, like they should not have aired that it, shit. It, it's really bad, and and I think Tony recognized it because they just deaded that whole shit mid storyline. Yeah, they just something. AEW only does that when it's really fucking bad, like Nightmare. Nightmare Collective. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's funny with Monty because he wasn't even like the play doing the whole let's give it a chance shit. Like the minute just the concept of Jade Cargill feuding with Bow Wow, like this dude was just like no. Like, no, what are we doing? What year is it, bro? Yeah, what, two, what uh, it's it's 20, bro. 20, bro. <laughs> who is this? Who is this for? And what, it should have been Kevin Gates. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Should have been Kevin Gates. Yo, oh, man. I, I, I wish Rick Ross could be on TV. Like, yeah, I wish we could actually get, like, Rick Ross. From, you know, like, this is why Action Branson's a fucking G, bro. You know, like he'll come in, he'll do the he'll do the thing properly. You get me? So he'll come in, he'll do match. yeah, he'll do the whole pre-tape, he'll do the yeah. promo, then he'll do the proper training, and he and he, obviously you know he's not a wrestling fan like us, but you can tell that he knows wrestling. Do you know what I mean? 
And yeah, bro, that like, man was an outlaw in front of a crowd, crowd. Like, bro, he's a G, bro. Hey, man. I love action Bronson, bro. Great, Y'all ever seen Parker yeah. Boudreaux wrestle that well? No. no. Exactly. No. And I'll be, that, that's my genuine opinion, bro. Like, ass, bro. Genuine no, opinion, dead no. ass. No. Never wrestled that well. Yo, shout out, bro. Shout out, Action Bronson, bro. Bronson, we need Kevin yeah. Gates. We need so basically what I was trying to say is if we could get like a Kevin Gates, someone like that yeah. in that role, like, that's beast. Imagine the next AEW show they do. You see Rick Ross and DJ Callen right behind Swerve. Yeah, bro. Like... That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, get, Rick Ross get is these great people. On that, like, it's cool. It's cool when you can get a Swerve or a Jay to get someone to get a cameo in. You know, you'll right. get on, you'll get on TMZ or something or on the website. Like, you know what I mean? That it's good exposure, etc. You know. You might tap in a few new fans or whatever. Um, it's always cool to get the appearances, but you know you can't beat when actually like come in and like actually do something. You know. Um, yeah, I agree. Kevin, Kevin Gates, TNT title run. We need it, bro. But I'll <laughs> never forget. You remember? Title, bro. Bro, remember that picture of Kevin Gates with the two tag belts, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know what they should do? They should. They should. Swerve and his guys should fly out to Rick Ross one day when they're free, right? And record like two months worth of yeah. Rick Ross <laughs> no, no, that would be fire. Away. No, that, and, that would be and, fire. And you, and, and, you, know, you know, and, and so you know, what you do. You know, what you do. You have these. You, I don't know where you want to put it. Dynamite. You put it on on on, on the internet exclusive, whatever you do, right? But it's like, it's almost like Rick Ross is this unseen Don who doesn't show up on site with them, right? But he's someone they answer to, like he's fucking Zordon of the Power Rangers. And it's it, it's shot like it's in a dark kind of room where. He's sitting in this big chair that he turns around and he's just like my bat mansion. All you hear is like, "Good evening, my mogul affiliates. I see that you guys are rising the ranks. I'm seeing that Trench's got a, a singles opportunity on Dark. That's what's up. I made the boss call to Tony Khan. Like you just, you just do shit like that where like you you plan out what they're gonna do on TV and you just have him cut promos based on it. Hey, TK, bro, TK. Everybody says you're a numbers guy. You're a numbers guy. You see. What happens when, when when black celebrities and people in hip hop come to AEW? Those clips go viral way more than when you bring on like fucking Murph and or Murr and no, Tom and whoever from Impractical Jokers. And I like Impractical Jokers a little bit, but you know yeah, what, what I mean? That? Like, like people care. Like Kevin mm-hmm. Gates punching uh, in the twice. face. That clip went super viral. Uh, yeah. The accusations clip is looking like it's gonna be a meme on Black Twitter forever now. Like. Hey TK, yeah. keep opening the checkbook. Bring in, bring in these rappers, bro. It's big business. Good for your branding. You know, it'll be, it'll be also a great pop if you go to his house and you eat at it. They do vignettes and there's a wing stop at his house. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to get the. He's got to get his promo in, bro. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, well, oh, okay, we got a super chat. Uh, Mass fan eighty four one at nine. Women's division missing a dominant heel. That king. Go. They, they um, got one, bro. It's Athena, bro. But everybody kept bitching about Ring of Honor being on TV. She's on dark. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, Athena's like. She's good. I, I love Athena. She's, amazing, bro. She, bro. she's good. You know? Nigga's trying to say she was washed after her Achilles. Nah, nigga. You I, I, on I, to your next thing. I, I think. I think. Uh, I think she's one of those people that like she had to get in a flow again. You know what I mean? And, and she. she yeah. You know what though? Even on the Indies, though, she is having some good matches. So. I don't know. You know, it's all about flow moment. She was taking, she was taking some nasty bumps as soon as she was available to on the indie side. That bro, bump that she took, she, she, she got swerve stops through a uh, through a table. She mm. she let uh she let uh Tyre Valkyrie hit like a superplex to the outside on a pyramid of chairs. Like 
She's taking some nasty bombs. Yeah, bro. She's sick. She's all of it now. But um, yeah, next up, AW Dynamite. Uh, there was an MJF promo where he cuts a promo about crashing his car with a girl in passenger and, you know, he swaps seats because he's a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we've done the MJF talk earlier. Um, you know, we spoke about this promo earlier, so we don't need to touch on that. Uh, next up, we had the Garcia Guevara going oh, bro, stop. Stop, bro. And, uh, you know, Ricky Starks, he, it's, you know, it's like a gauntlet match, as the, the title fuck? says. You know, he opens up with a match versus Angelo, and then he has to wrestle Matt Menard, who he rolls up in, like, a second. Um, and then it's Daniel Garcia, and then Jericho is disguised as a fan in the crowd, and he hits a Judas effect while they're outside. Daniel Garcia rolls Ricky Starks into the ring, pins him. Ricky Starks loses. It's very anticlimactic. It's very weird. I don't know why they've done the gauntlet in that the first so place. Bad, Never bro. mind. To and end I love, it like I this. love everybody <laughs> that was in that. Well, uh, shout out to Sammy. Shout out to the homie DG. Shout out to 2.0. Um, yeah, man. Bro, shout out a lot of people. Uh, we're not shouting out Ricky Starks, but yo, I will. I'll all right, man. Sh- I mean, Monty <laughs> shouting out Ricky Starks. So, like, us as Russell Pierce as a whole, like everybody involved in that segment to varying degrees. What the fuck was that, son? Like, it just, it just, bro. Ayo, it's funny because I was talking shit about it going in, right? But in my head, I'm like, they're gonna make me look stupid. Like, I thought, no, I never thought it was gonna be great. I thought it was just gonna be fine. Like, I thought, you know. Ricky was going to do some, like, fiery babyface moves. DJ right, was going right. to be a big piece of shit. Sammy's going right. to hit some real wild shit. And 2.0 is just going to be, like, the funny henchman. And I thought I was going to be like, all right, man. Like, people were bitching, but this was and, fine. And, and he's going to go through good. the whole thing and, and yeah. Bro, That AL, was think... terrible. <laughs> yeah, man, nah, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Tony fucking said, you know, bro, thank God he showed up at the Rumble because, fuck, yeah. <laughs> bro, what is EG doing right now that he couldn't go to the BCC? Bro, I don't, I don't know, and I feel bad in in the sense that I thought him and Ricky's wrestling was great, bro. I thought oh, the wrestling Ricky... was yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They bro, were, they were the wrestling bro. was good. Yeah, Matt, the wrestling bro. was good. They were they were having a good match. That that superplex spot that that he tried to get back up and then Garcia or one of the other one like reversed it back into their own standing suplex. Bro, it was a good match. Yeah, DG, you know, DG like, definitely carried Ricky Starks to something watchable. He definitely bro, Daniel right now is in a situation where he is, because he's such a nuanced, mature wrestler for his age, right? And he's he's showing it in these performances where it's like, it's almost like they could just slot whoever it is. Like, like they're just slotting him in to do a job, essentially. Like, not a job like, as why, in losing, bro? He was so fucking hot during the Danielson storyline, bro. Like. Well, I, yeah, I, I came up. I came up with the theory that they they needed Jericho needed to get Sammy over to Sammy's hated. I don't, think, now no, Sammy. I don't. I don't think that at all, bro. As the one Sammy Guevara fan alive, I don't think they were <laughs> even attempting to heat Sammy back up with that story. Like, I, I would if they was, I would have been talking my shit on the story on the timeline. Like, yeah, niggas, like that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like, but that's I don't think that's what's going on, bro. I I I think they were just trying to tell a story, and then they told their story and they didn't know where to go with. It. Like, if if you were gonna do that, like. DG should be like the number two person in the BCC now. Like, he should be like, I'm not in. The, I'm not the BCC in the uh, JAS now. You feel me? Like, that should have mm. set him up to be even a bigger piece of shit. But now he's just like a fucking henchman doing jobs. Like, I mean, but he won he worked, last night. And working his ass off, being a henchman. But, you know, like, 
Yeah, one last night, but it's like it's not like he got a rub off it. Yeah, he got a rub off it. Everybody's he, just like, what the went, fuck? Like, he went over. He didn't get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Bubba yeah, yeah. says, bro. Um, honestly, this, this whole shit was, bro. This whole shit was a fucking waste of time. This storyline is not interesting because what is this? What is this even about? He he beat Jericho. They beat him up. He wants a rematch. Jericho's making him jump through hoops. He failed to jump through a hoop because Jericho came in with a lucha mask and fucking elbowed him. It's stupid. It wasted thirty <laughs> minutes of my fucking time. It tanked the rating. I feel bad for most of the people involved. And it's just like, okay, now he has to figure out a new circular hoop for Ricky to go through. And will he overcome it? Probably as we get closer to the pay-per-view. And the, fu- and the who, story. And the story separate yeah, themselves. Who, who gives a fuck, bro? Like, who if, gives if, a if y'all fuck? really want to get y'all shit off, give us, give us a stipulation match at Revolution. Jericho, Ricky. Have Ricky go over. Never have these two on screen together ever again. Like, yeah. people, cr- like, y'all gonna call me crazy, but I enjoyed um, American Top Team versus... Oh, no, don't me. say, bro. <laughs> more than don't say, bro. No, 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 yeah, uh, I appreciate the effort though. I did actually appreciate the effort that they were trying to do something though. But it's just had, like Sammy Guevara walking around like trying to like, oh, he was bad he was his badass like last oh, I'm gonna say about this segment, man. This whole feud, man, like everything that everything's been a miss for him. Like the promo sucked. The only thing that they've hit was actually on Dreddy. And then now he hasn't even been... the tag was Yeah, Jericho Ricky was a great match. Right. Jericho Ricky was a was a wait that wasn't a great match. The tag yeah, was, I thought, great I match. Thought it was, was very good though. The tag I, was a great it had, match. It, it had super heat. Yeah. What is this? The seventies about heat? <laughs> yeah, man. It's the man. <laughs> Give me some heat. That, you know? that's, what, that's what you say. That's what you say about a. That's like someone that's not a good wrestler. Oh yeah, man. But they get heat. You know, like I will. Hey, what, uh, actually, Andretti had showed showed the ability to. Uh, um, have like a personality and charisma. I'm not saying he's fucking Eddie Guerrero or anything. Where like, he's uh on the pro on the mic. People didn't like the the content of what he was saying, but he wasn't like stumbling all over his words. He didn't look like a dickhead out there trying to talk. Like he seemed like people didn't like the content, but I think his performance was good. Yeah, actually, actually, uh, you know, he's 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 putting a good account of himself. It's just at the end of the day, with the roster stacked as it is, it's like. Cool. Other than Jericho I mean, wanting to get him over, you know, he's kind of yeah, like, why, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, actually, Andretti's a worker, bro. You see, he's walking around the stores and all that with nah, yeah, his like eye all blood up. I, I, I do respect that. That, that. that got over with me when I saw he, he was selling the, the, the eye injury. Yeah, the eye injury and shit. That, that, that got yeah. over with me. He, he went to and number three on my, my death row. black shit, you know? Yeah, right. Could you, oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> action on Andretti. Behind that eye, that eye patch, is a dark nah, soul. Yeah, bro, stop it! I, you ain't even getting this off. Stop, stop. <laughs> nah, what's next, bro? Yeah, Darren Walker, <laughs> four pounds. And, and impersonations bad. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is bad, bro. He, he hits or he gets up one good impression or one every ten. But one anyway, nah, 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 Darren Walker, five pounds. Can we ask JAS? This faction is shocking. Garcia and Sammy yeah. never to be top stars. Because their promos are brutal, don't give them the microphone. See, I like relentless. Jerry, yes. and I like Garcia, and I like Sammy. Uh, Darren Walker, you've never had a good opinion in your life. 
Um, Darren Walker I think AO. I think uh, <laughs> every week. I think Jericho needs to be reined in a little bit when it comes yes. to booking. Don't worry, CM Punk will rein him in. That's true. <laughs> bro, Jericho would put that pansy in a shoot walls if Jericho would break his hey, back, li- bro. Lisa, ayo. Lisa, bro. Shoot walls of Jericho. If Punk does come back and it comes to it and the, like, the fight you know, over who gets Tony's ear, you know, that whole politics I'm going, game. I'm going to champion. No, nah, but you know who's going to win, bro. <laughs> like, hey, man. Hey, man. All I'm saying is... That's why Jericho's been trying the, to get ahead is, of the past couple The months, thing bro. is, you can... You can if you're a businessman, right? If you're a businessman and you're saying, hey, man, should I take the bigger star who is is completely mentally ill? Or should I take the also big star, but on, on a much lesser scale nowadays? Nowadays, not all the time, but nowadays, right? Not, but I mean, he's also mentally ill, but I know he'll be here forever as long as I treat him right. Who I mean, should I take? I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking the sure thing. You you give CM Punk a you give CM Punk an inch, he gonna take ten miles. He gonna go back to the Looney Bin. He gonna do something wild. He gonna shoot on Mega. He gonna shoot on he gonna shoot on Shad Khan and shit. It's just gonna yeah, be you know what bad, else he's gonna bro. do? Wait, 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 he's gonna wait, sell wait, out. He's gonna sell out the um. He's gonna sell out some arenas. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna sell some He's gonna sell some He's gonna start, gonna start shooting on everybody, bro. Hey, you, you, think, you think you think Chris Jericho can move UFC pay per views like my boy CM Punk? Uh first of all, first of all, if you was a real AEW fan, you would know that Chris Jericho was doing shoot MMA training, preparing <laughs> for the Adam Page match. You feel me? Oh, bro, you you, fucking... you would know the this war. I mean, you need to get back to bro. That you would know the war. You would know the war. Yeah, I know the Chris Jericho, shut your asses up. Shut your asses up. Chris Jericho had real MMA training. Shoot MMA training. You feel me? He, at his advanced age to this day, would be able to move more UFC tickets <laughs> than CM Punk, and he would have a better chance of winning his fight. This CM Punk. No, he Greatest feature of all time. Yeah. 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 I don't know, you know, bro. <laughs> I, I predict it's K- I think that I think Chris Jericho get KO'd in in worst fashion. No one's trying to see that. It's not happening. No one's trying to, bro. He's getting Y'all not real wrestling fans because y'all would have seen the hellish conditions that that Chris Jericho had that shoot MMA training under. I've never seen anybody do shoot MMA training and real boxing training and still be fat, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> respect, uh, respect, better be. And respect, uh, respect, what's his face? The world heavyweight champ right now. Bro, you you can't man. tell me Butterbean was in there really trying, bro. He was just in there hitting mitts. He was yeah, out there running. He, he, was just, he was just blessed with, like, you know, he, he had that hand, bro. He had that bomb, you know? Bro, Tyson Fury is. is is the greatest all heavyweight of a generation. He's fat as hell. No, nah, he has a six pack under that. Fury don't count either because he's, he's Fury. Fury on Fury on a whole bunch of shit. Nah, man, man. Fury's on the fucking the king, bro. He on he on a whole bunch of shit, you know. But it is. Really yo, uh, Showtime Spurs five dollars sending shots at Darren Walker. Darren, stop with these bad opinions and stop cutting the NHS. See, look, oh, I'll cry. Darren Walker, you know he take he takes these. Takes the hate. He takes the hate and he laughs at it, bro. That's what Darren Walker does, you know. Darren's a trooper, yeah. man. I appreciate bro, that. Guy. Darren, Darren, 
Bro, I respect it, you know? Bro, yeah, okay, so some of these, look, man, Chuck Liddell and Fedor guys. Y'all, y'all talking about some fat. people that, they weren't fat, bro. They had HGH bellies, son. That shit was straight HGH in their gut cooking. Fedor, I, mean, you know, I, I guess you could have Fedor because he was, like, look, not man. physically, like, um, you know. He was never. He, he never had an ab in his life, you know. Like, but he was still fatal, you know. I don't. I don't know who the who runs Russia or whatever. That dude, man. You don't know what kind of he shit that they were pumping. Putin. Putin. You don't know what kind of shit Putin <laughs> was it? pumping into Fedor, bro. This nigga, man. Yeah. He was on. He was on. A, <laughs> I don't know who runs Russia. He was on but, fucking uh, Captain America uh, super soldier serum and shit over there in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who runs Russia or whatever, but yeah. Hey, man. You don't know what kind of tough shit they was on. Oh, man. It's a good podcast. Um, heart editing 499. In light, but here to say, AO is the heart and soul of WrestlePuris. The marks of WrestlePuris. The Tanahashi of this generation. Facts. Go, A. Go. The Shout out heart the, the A, you know, AO stands for Ace. I'm the Ace of WrestlePuris. AO is. Shout out to heart editing. Ao is Shinsuke Nakamura, and I am Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh my fucking god, bro! Nah, get over it, man. You know I am just as drippy stop as Shinsuke, it, stop but it, stop it, stop it, stop yeah, yeah, you know, you I'm know, more of my drip is like Tanahashi and, and Shinsuke combined. You feel yeah, me? let's fit, let's finish this. Uh, Hollywood rock on there, little Eddie Guerrero. What happened next? Everyone, everybody was ever gotten over. Everyone's ever gotten over. It's me, bro. Just throwing the like, yeah, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm rock, nigga. I'm, I'm rock, nigga. I'm Brock. I'm yes. Austin. Yeah. Um. Okay. So MJF promo just mentioned that there was an acclaim promo. Obviously, holding up that main event with the guns. Uh. There was a Brian promo. He was like backstage with Takeshita. Waiting for his match with uh, Roosh. Obviously, he was taking, checking on Takeshita because he was just attacked by MJF. And then he got locked into the uh, the locker room, waiting room, whatever you want to call it. Um, boy, fucking, you know, Jose, uh, Perro, Preston Vance, whoever it was that done it. So Brian Perro Peligrosto. Yeah, Brian was locked in the uh, Brian was locked in the locker room. He couldn't get out, and obviously Roosh had already made his entrance. They were waiting for him. He wasn't coming because he was locked in the room. Uh, then MJF comes out and he cuts a promo saying, like, you know, that Aubrey has to count and, you know, disqualify Brian if he doesn't show up. And then you see Brian just kind of fucking fly through the door. Bro, I'm pissed <laughs> off about that, bro. I I wanted to catch it to Larry at the door down. I don't know how the physics works in that, but <laughs> I thought it would be That would have been cool. Jumping Larry right into the You already been beast. Just fucking. Just like a forearm, you know. Actually, actually, yeah. Honestly, honestly, look. You have it where like they're doing a countdown, right? Dana's is like, oh my god, oh my god, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And the guy's just like, ah! and Dana's yeah. looks at him like he, he looks at him in shock, like what? And he's just like, go, no. And then he's Dana's is like he <laughs> breaks him out of it and he runs. That would have been actually really fun. That would be really. Well, fun. I would have sold it beautifully as well, sort of. Yeah. You know, fun this, shit that he would be completely this based, all in for. Like, like, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> but yeah, man. Next up, obviously, Brian made it out the locker room. He made it into the ring, uh, and this started, which was one of the, uh, you know, I'd say it's hard to say it's like one of the great AEW TV matches because they have them all the time. You know, so it's hard mm. to like distinguish between them. It's not nah. like I'm not like I'd say this is like the all-time best match ever, but it's like. Um, I don't know, bro. I thought, no, bro, I, I I thought like, is... Ring of Honor love, you know? 
Just... Monty, I'm gonna tell you, man, this match should have happened. I said this last night in fucking '90s CMLO or '90s AAA with grainy footage that you you ask people, <laughs> hey, do you have yeah. this and you have better HD quality? This is the kind of match you see. And man, I I, I don't know if Roosh tried 70 percent of the time or 80 percent of the time, he would be what everybody says the next Mexican star. This is the kind of dog Roosh is. He went in there, fucking pouring water all over his head like a fucking savage. <laughs> Yo, the ladies love Rouge, bro. I was all looking right, at the timeline. Right. The ladies love Rouge. Bro, right. you got that swagger, bro. I even said, man, I don't know. Look, Brian Danielson in AW has been aggressive, but Rouge, he hit him a couple times. Like, you know that thing where he does before he chops you in the chest? He slaps you in the face? Yeah, Danielson yeah. was not fucking with that. <laughs> yeah. And he woke up. He woke up. Two thousand eight. That Brian Danielson, and he decided to go fucking bombs. And this is the kind of shit. This is the real music. Headbutts. I know. Fucking Dave. I already know he's gonna put in the Observer tomorrow. Four stars because the headbutts, bro. This is this is the real shit. You know, this is the shit that makes people get in the into the wrestling business. That's all I gotta Facts. say, man. <laughs> nah, what, a, what a fucking great match that was, bro. I love it. Beautiful. Fucking cool. blood was splashed on the camera and shit, bro. Like, what's not to love about this match? They were stiffing Dan- the fuck out of each other. They was doing big throws. Like, thing about Danielson is that uh, he um he's always he wanted to go back to Mexico and he hasn't had the opportunity. So he's just doing all the stuff he planned in his mind here, whether it be with Bandito and Rush, and it's like really cool. And I said this before when I talked about Bandito, like, you're getting these different dimensions of Danielson that he can do with these different guys, and it's really, really fun. Um, Rush is a guy who, like, his primary strength to me is his aggression. Like, he's really aggressive and, like, yeah, just, like, definitely. Fast, you know what I mean? And just so, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a vibe, just that aggression, and going full throttle with that, and Danielson matching that intensity, because he can be intense as fuck, too, and bleeding, like, I, I, I don't even remember half the moves done in this match. I just remember the energy and vibe of the match and, mm. and, 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 and it's being so fucking high level. You know what I mean? Like, I know they, they traded the, they did the Mexican chops like across like the fucking like peck, you know, like peck, the vertical ones. They did that. I know there was a, that fucking drop kick on the outside. It was just, it was just a great time. Uh, this, this was, this is just a sensational match. Ryan Danielson's compiling these very quickly and he's, I think very easily the wrestler of the year right now on sheer volume of, Elite matches, yeah. Brian, Brian's got a Brian's got a Brian if he's given the opportunity, man. Exactly. Look, man. Look, Daniel said wants to go to Mexico, but look, bro, you're not gonna go. Tony Khan's gonna keep you protected. The closest you're gonna get to Mexico is Laredo. Enjoy it while you can, Laredo, and have these fucking Mexican <laughs> bar burners, bro. That's what's gonna happen. Tony yeah, said, "I'll bring Mexico to you, bro." You know? like, <laughs> just, but yeah, man, I think I think Manny said he Manny popped me huge when he said this is the sort of shit that you'd see like CML like from thirty yeah. years ago, and ask someone if they have better footage because that sort of like vibe in the brawl and just like the violence and shit of it. Um, mm. this, this was great shit, man. I think you guys bro, all this, all summed it up. This the match was so good. Rob Viper said, "Bro, I take back what I said." And like you know, like he, actually... <laughs> he, he, he ran that shit back, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, love that shit. But yeah, man, this was this was this was heat, bro. Uh, obviously, after the match, Brian did get the win eventually. I think this, I think this, uh, you know, pretty much sealed the match with MJF for Revolution. Uh, MJF comes out again, like we were talking about earlier on the show again. Um, 
MJF comes down, comes off commentary. He uh, puts Brian in the armbar. All the security is trying to stop him, but this time he's like fucking attacking the security, keeping them off him. And, you know, he's got this unhinged look in his eyes. And, you know, MJF is doing his role well. He's just like, at this point, we've already seen him like a million times on the show. You know, um, I think, I think did, this would have been more effective if, um, if, all right, so MJF did that whole unhinged of, oh, a, a girl died when she was sucking my dick. And I set her up for uh, whatever prison or whatever. Like I think that would have been more effective if he didn't come on commentary. He lets uh, he lets Rusha and Danielson have their match, and then he comes out afterwards and then throws him in the salt of the earth and really yanks on him. Looks like mm-hmm. and shit because it's still playing on the thread that oh he's insane. He's lost it. Maybe Danielson got to him like he's he's like he's not all there and shit. Instead of but now nah, he came out. He did his cheeky little. I'm better than you, and you know it. Gimmick. He was like, "What up, fat boy?" The Shivani on commentary and shit. So it's just like it's like a whiplash every time you see him and shit. It's just like I don't know. It's not necessary. Uh, I want to stop the show real quick, bro. Yes, AW is on ESPN now, but it's on the Polynesian. It's like New Zealand, bro. Who, who gives a fuck, man? You oh, know if fine. it's on. Hey, man! Shout out to uh, shout out to that Joshi Love and Pervert Jordan Part Two. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, every we can't even show his face in here with that. Hey, shout out to, his ass, I don't even know if he's here right now, but shout, shout out to that pervert. Oh, he's he's getting, not uh, even him, bro. Because he's in because he's saying in uh in the Polynesian com- in countries and shit. They're getting it on ESPN, so he getting it on ESPN. I think he's in Australia now and shit. So yeah, man. Shout out, Pavel, man. Good, good guy, good guy. Um. No more of five dollars. Uh, appreciate it. It feels like AEW doesn't celebrate itself enough. They gave us this crazy match and won't really bring it up again or use it to promote Rush, uh, Rushmore. Hopefully, they do use it to promote Rushmore, but you know, they, yo, yo, honestly, honestly, real quick, real quick. So, I said this on the late night grin last night. I said that AEW, you know, CWB, whenever they do anything remotely good, they suck their own dicks for, like, weeks on end, and they make sure you don't forget, and they, they really hammer it home in, like, mm-hmm. progressive match flow stuff, right? AEW, they'll do all these sensational things and just zip to the next thing, and it's not even a, a, a figment of it, your brain. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. something that I appreciate, though, like, but I, I understand both sides, but I appreciate it, though, because TK is always trying to, like, all right, so how much new content, how much new shit could I push out in this two hours that I have, right? Because he really only has the two Dynamite and then Rampage to get his shit off a week. So he's trying mm-hmm. to stuff it as much as he possibly can mm-hmm. without doing, like, all these big video packages. Or remember what happened last night on the Royal Rumble and they just, like, burned 15 minutes showing us sure, Cody's sure. entire that, performance and shit. So just that, like, that, I don't know. I feel there's, there's definitely a healthy mi- uh, middle ground that they haven't right. hit yet. But I do appreciate right. that TK's just trying to get out as much new content as humanly possible in the limited time that AEW has in comparison to uh you, you know WWE. you know how you know how you can cut time and be efficient with it also it doesn't have to only be video packages you can just have commentary talking about these matches from the past like you could yeah. you literally say like Rush has been on fire lately what he showed against Brian Danison last week going 20 minutes with him bleeding having him bleeding all over the place Mm-hmm. Chopping all over the place. Brian Danielson yeah. is not the same human being after facing Roosh and going into that match at MJF. He's a fucking damaged human being because he went in there with a fucking monster. And, they attempted think... to do that on commentary with uh, Brian Cage this week. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even peep, man. But it's because MJF on commentary, bro. Mm, but yeah. Uh... MJF was blowing your shit. <clears throat> Joaquin Guzman. Is that fucking El Chapo, bro? Joaquin Guzman. Is that <laughs> El Chapo's name? Nicole oh, Papigueo, saludos. 
Shout out to Cartel. Shout out to the uh, shout out to Cartel. Good friends of mine. That's crazy. That's crazy. Speaking of Chopper, I saw a documentary about him recently. Bro, he's complaining in jail that it's too rough for him in jail. Well, you know, that's... I mean, he gonna he gonna play his hand any way that he can. I'm sure yeah. he's living like a fucking king. Yeah, he's gonna like a literal king. Yeah. No, not not the jail they have him in. They have him at they have him at that prison where they put the big guns at. For real, mm. and everybody's in isolation. I don't believe that he's gonna die with each there, other. bro. I think he's gonna... oh, he's in an American prison, ain't he? Yeah, yeah, he's in oh, that one mind. where he's they had he's coach. He's not where they had the U two the U bomber and all that. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> Enough of Al Chapo, uh, Cartel. Bro, Al Chapo still, over here yeah. giving us money and shit. We get yes, a little lore. <laughs> we need contact for law for Al Chapo. <laughs> uh, only on the Russell Pierce podcast. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, next up, uh, probably floor past this, but of course we will. In practical jokers, they're gonna do something with Jericho. Um, but this kind of, I just want to say again, like this is again like. Just another backstage segment with Tony Schiavone. Like you could have like I'm saying you have to do a fucking angle. But like, I don't know, bro. Like it's just no one needed to see that. I don't know. Um this is something we can talk about though. The Elite versus I've got them written down as Fox Flight, which is AR Fox and Top Flight. Um Trio's titles. This was mayhem as expected, uh in a good way. Um AO. You're the you're the big elite guy out of us four hundred percent. Even though we all appreciate and like them, you're you know what I mean. You lead the army, bro. You know, so uh, I'll let you get shit off on this one. Rest of the year, bro. Um, CM Punk has never in his life once again. CM Punk has never in his life done anything to elevate three black talents like that, and he never will, bro. Does he like black people? I'm not here. I'm not here to, to tell y'all if he does. Or does not like black people, but the proof is in the pudding. Son, Dante Martin, Darius Martin, shout out to the homies, bro. They went out there, they fucking killed it. AR Fox is has me every time he's on TV, he gets his shit in, which you just have to you have to appreciate it, bro, because he should have been on TV ten years well, he was on TV ten years ago. Technically, but he should have been on major programming ten years ago and not just fucking relegated to Lucha Underground and that's it. But you know, life's not fair and shit. But he's making the most out of it right now. And uh you know, just a better wrestler than Dax Howard's ever been in his life. Better wrestler than CM Punk's <laughs> ever been in his life. Better wrestler than Cash Howard's ever been in his life. Cash Wheeler has ever been in his life. I can't even. This is so interchangeable, bro. I don't even remember which last name was where. Just two man. plain white guys, bro. Shut anyway. Nah, but um, on some real shit, I really enjoyed that match. Um, CM uh, not CM Punk. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, was like, hey, man, y'all got a lot of shit in your bags. Get it in. Um, Dante Martin. You were, you were thinking about greatness. That's why that name came no, up to no, mind. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was thinking, I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> it's making me depressed. That's why I said his name. Um, Yeah, but uh, Dante Martin, he's putting more uh variance in his offense. Now he's doing flips and shit, which he should have always done. He didn't do the whole look at how jump I could, how, look how high I could jump shit, which I fucking hate now. He didn't do that this match. Um, still Darius pops has been me, looking you know. great. <laughs> you said what? Pops. It still pops me. I don't. Right. It, I mean, it's it. Look, it's it's amazing athletically what he's doing. I'm just like, bro, we've seen it, son. Like, but I, I I get it. People do like it, and in the live arena, seeing him like almost touch the ceiling of the arena and shit, it's probably an amazing visual and shit. Are you talking about the hot dog splash? Yeah, the hot dog splash. Where he just, just all all these just like big. You know, when he just like jumps. Yeah, he just jumps <laughs> and he's just like. 30 feet in the Pops air. Me. No, it is amazing. I'm just like, do, do a flip, my nigga. Do a flip. 
And yeah. He, he did some flips. Yeah. That shit was that shit was great, bro. I liked it a lot. The elite don't miss, bro. They really don't. They don't. They don't really. Uh, anyone got anything else they want to add to these? Uh... Nah, AO covered everything. Yeah, man. Ibu, stop your shit, bro. <laughs> It's over now. Yeah, with with your poor quality fucking speakers and shit, bro. Just don't do that shit again. Anyway, um Joaquin Guzman again, one ninety nine. Um someone read that. Comparti una celda con Dominique. Whatever that means, I hope it's not offensive, you know. <laughs> But yeah, appreciate the super chat as always. Um, but yeah, man, the elite killed it as always. It popped me earlier. Dave Meltz on Observer Radio was basic, basically pretty much said if you have a good match with the books, it don't count because they're the books and they're just great and like everyone yeah. amazing. Hey, like, man. <laughs> hey, man, you can say that, but FTR got a lot of stinkers under their belt. You feel me? Hey. It always comes back. You FTR know? got a lot Mine, of stinkers. Hey, hey, real quick, you... Manny. All I'm saying is. Um, before last night, which was 50% greatness and 50% stinkers, before last night, AEW's been on their best ever cage match run in company history. CM Punk and FTR nowhere to be found. What's the next segment, Monty? No, nowhere to be found. Bro, let, bro. What's the next segment, Monty? Did you pop when... Dave didn't want to talk about the Roosh Danielson match, and then as soon as uh, Alvarez brought up the Elite and uh, Air Fox, he was like, "Oh, bro, that was a great match." You yeah, know, it's always that. that was no, funny. Wait, why did why did he want to talk about Roosh Danielson? It's not that he didn't want to talk about it. It's just that he kind he of just like that. glossed over it. It's like, yeah, it was a great match. You know, oh, okay, okay. Blah, 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 no, no, blah. no, no it's because like, he came up. You fucking no, no. It's because hey, man, when Alvarez said. No, because Alvarez said that it was a great match, and he said, "Well, you know, it wasn't the only great match, you know." And then, yeah, and no, he, yeah. He, he wanted to get to where he wanted to get to, bro. Yeah, and, he he and, he, and, he does uh he does pop me, bro, because it's like you know, yeah, he might be a bit biased towards him or whatever, but it's like, bro, the, the firing up, man, you know, the elite bro, firing up, and he has like trio, almost like greatest wrestler of all time, the greatest tag team of all time, and Dave Meltzer is somebody who's not afraid to live in the present, not afraid to acknowledge greatness when he sees it, so that he's able to pop for the greatest team of all time, the greatest trio of all time, Kenny Omega and the fucking Young Bucks. It, and also, real quick, uh, Sabre Jr. versus Clark Connors announced for a battle in the Valley 20 minutes ago. No, it was, that was announced last night. That was, sure. Oh, they announced not, that shit last night? I don't know if they're actually, like, official of it, but, like, they dropped, like, a promo video and everything. Oh, okay. Like, like, yeah, New like, Japan of America just, just yeah, said it was yeah, official, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, man. Good shit. Um, I like Clark Connors a lot. Anyway, uh, there was a hook video package. Uh, it popped me because I mentioned him being PWR Rookie of the Year. Uh, then Stokely cut a promo. He was talking shit on Hook, And then Hook comes into the camera, kind of grips his him up. You know, uh, I was hoping we'd get that shout big out Stoke as always. Hook match. Are y'all ready for when uh when Hook pins Big Bill for 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 WWE and Impact fans supposed highlights of him in Impact Stop about it, how much man. of a monster he was <laughs> and how he's being misused and how Scott Demore is the greatest booker in America and how TK don't know what he's doing. Y'all ready for that? No. Anyway, it's started, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Um. Okay, main event time, which has caused a lot of uh, discourse today. 
the acclaimed lose the tag titles to the guns in the main event um, after the guns hit Billy Gunn, their own father, with a belt shot, which leads to a bunch of, uh, you know, distractions. There's, a, there's an amazing ref bump in the match. The actual match itself is kind of just kind of a, like a classic babyface versus heels main event. Like, it wasn't like a banger or anything, but he wasn't, he wasn't bad at all, and there was a lot of, like, emotion and drama. Over a year, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, man, there was there was this, the ref was distracted. Um, Colton hit Bowens with the belt on the outside, and then uh, Col- uh, no, then Austin rolls him up, and that's how they get the win. And uh, you know, they stole the tag titles. That's what they were trying to tell here, I guess. Um, yeah, man, the Guns <laughs> AW World Tag Team Champions definitely not what I think a lot oh, of people like, had what? in mind when the. Uh, Remember when the book stood up on the podium and was like, this is going to be the best tag team division like, ever, you know? Bro, what? Bro, we have, listen, listen, listen to this. The Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, FTR, Hangman, uh, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega, and the Gun Club, my nigga? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Serving our glory as well. My fault. I love that fucking ring. Listen, listen, man. Listen, man. What? To me, the I, I I thought Monty, this was bad in like every which way you can look at it, except except the reality that this does signify that FTR are returning and will beat the shit out of the guns, and they're gonna be huge heroes when they return, and the fans are gonna be super into it, and they're gonna win the tag titles. So I have in a that quick respect, question for y'all though. Do y'all have a better idea for who could have been transitional tag champs? I would have been yes. Big people were throwing a bunch of names. Pretty much here's the thing about the guns to I've me, given man. it no thought, so I don't know. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this, bro. Like the gun club to me, they're a, a they've become a viable TV act, and I actually don't mind them as characters on TV. I think that their segments and stuff with the acclaimed have been like pretty inoffensive and some of them have been very like entertaining actually i just don't think that they're title level wrestlers and even even if it's on a transitional level that's fine that doesn't that's like saying like oh miz won the title and that's okay because he's gonna drop it to last year in two weeks like, that's that cool, but not it's, okay bro it's, but, it's, i mean it was okay because it's just a wwe championship like they put it on anybody so yeah but my, my, my point is it's a similar thing where it's like oh yeah he's a shitter but yeah but you know it, it's just to get it to this guy that's cool yeah that's yeah, cool, yeah, yeah um so the bottom line is the guns like at, in in ring wise, they they're just not on that level, and so this match is like generally pretty standard. And I thought the last minute, like just the timing of everything, was super off. And so, uh, and there was like a TNA finish. I, I I just wasn't crazy about any of this, to be honest with you. And um, yeah, it start generally was like kind of bad business. But again, 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 I wasn't like enraged over it only because uh, you know I am happy that that FTR are coming back soon. And ho- hopefully that's sooner rather than later. Well, you hope they are, you know. It's kind of an issue. There's no way. There's no way. It is you just put it. Bro, you said this shit with Sasha, you know? I don't believe. I don't don't think. No. The the gun club, I used to think they were. I don't think they're leaving. I'm just saying nothing is actually said. Okay, so I'm asking you a question. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Wait, bro. So if they just did this just to go, (laughs) set up a rematch of the pay-per-view with the acclaimed, it's just like, (laughs) why? (laughs) No way. No way! No, I, no, I, I, look, bro. I complete. I'm just saying. You always have to preface these things, bro. You know, there's a lot of people in here. 
Don't worry, you never they... know. You could go, you could come on Twitter. You could go on Twitter when you get off this and be like, Michael Pangman has said that FTRs don't report. Don't yeah, report, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just think no, yeah, that's not a, it's not, not a report. It's not a report. No, no I'm not reporting. I, I don't. I don't know as a fan. Yes, I, as a fan, I believe that this finish signifies that they're coming back to win those belts back. If that's not what this is. It's I'm nice even more role. negative on something that I think is already pretty bad. Bro, people were saying, like, this is what I mean as well. Like, people were doing this with the, uh, was it Arthur Ashe? What, what, where was the, um, where was Sasha Gate? It was, um, Sasha the LA show. LA. The LA show, that was the one. Yeah, right. bro, bro, a week or something outside of that, people were like, well, if it's not Sasha, then what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. And it wasn't Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if this is not about the FTR thing, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, if, man. If this was literally to just go Gun Club versus the Acclaim, false count anywhere at Revolution, it's just like this is the best you could come up. Bro, with. I, I, think, I, I think that's probably. I, I think I, I probably. I know y'all are like, huge, like uh, FTR fans and shit, but it's just like, bro, like, and y'all, y'all obviously want them to get the belts back and have their run or whatever. But is mm-hmm. is the Gun Club really the best vehicle to get them there, son? Like. It's pretty lame. It's pretty lame. It's you know. I think I think uh, just to summarize it up real quick. It's just I think we caught it pretty well. Then but it's like if this isn't to like <laughs> build the FDR thing, then what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. It's probably a good way to round it up and uh, round up the Dynamo. Obviously, a very MJF centric episode which you spoke about earlier on. Um, yeah, man. I thought it was a uh, the wrestling on the show was really good um, in terms of like angles and segments. Definitely. Some improvements to be made, as we spoke about. Uh, quick super chat before we get out of here. Phantom FTW five pounds. So the acclaimed whole run from dark all the way to the world championship ends with this wet fart because FTR cried to TK. And I can't um, respect that at all, bro. But I, I don't think that. that's quite what happened. But you know, no, that's bro. exactly what happened. Acclaimed get their rematch. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> FTR, FTR burying more black people. What else is new? Oh no, not this. Um, that is a nasty narrative. After the after the elite Berkey. said, "Hey, bro, we got a we got a match on Dynamite. Get your shit in, my niggas." This is just Berkey, like that. One ninety nine. Um, who asked for the final remote versus Booty Boys too? Listen, man, ain't it like final remote versus Booty tough, Boys bro. like four? Like they, I feel like they've wrestled so much <laughs> at this point. So they like, wrestled a couple of times. They wrestled a couple like, times. This is nasty, yeah, bro. I want to see this shit. I, I think yeah. they wrestled on Dark too. Yes, yeah, bro. Did. Um, <laughs> this shit. FCR like them, man. No, they obviously yeah, they, really they, like them. They, 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 like they, 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 they obviously do, do like them, uh, but like, bro, like, can y'all find some black people to like FTR? That's crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, let's get out of here, man. Uh, right. I'm gonna yeah, do, yeah. I'll do the plugs for all of you. You know, uh, back of Pangman, of course. Follow him at back of Pangman on Twitter. Uh, he's always doing. Sometimes he's doing the spaces. He's also working on doing a feature at the moment. He's also working on doing some uh, YouTube stuff with us for WrestleMania. Some really cool content coming there. So keep up to date with what he's doing. Manny the Hooper, as you all know, the very unique mind of Manny the Hooper, he's now going to start doing. Uh, we're going to try and do like a weekly review thing where when Manny watches like his his lucha matches, his matches from Japan, his matches from the American Indies, the stuff that you might not have seen on like Dynamite or Raw or whatever. He's going to do his reviews of those and in his own little style, which is, you know, why we all love him. Um, all you have to do is read like the first couple of lines of the first one that we dropped earlier. If you go to the WrestlePurist page or website, you'll see it pretty quickly and you'll uh, quickly understand why we all love Manny. Um, <laughs> very unique. No one can write like him. 
and then Ayo, of course. We got on Puris yeah. tomorrow. The uh, the quote unquote A show, Chris, Rob, Ayo, always getting up to what they get up to. You know, everyone loves the show. Uh, tap in if you haven't already. I'm sure most of you already do. Uh, <laughs> we've got a fifty dollars super chat from Far Fortune God, too. Far with the buzz, Please, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> buzz beater for real. Uh, far, far trip to appreciate you as always. Um, nice. $50 super chat. Please vote for me in the women's draft in the Discord. Love the community. We'll be streaming Rampage and Smackdown tomorrow and Battle of the Valley and Chamber next week. Shit, so there's a lot of stuff right going on in the Discord. Shout out Far always keeping the Discord popping with his live streams and shit. Um, on Pure tomorrow. Make sure you tap in. I, actually, I, I do want to say one quick thing. What we did today, okay. I thought was, yeah, what we did today, guys, was really special. The amount of people that we got to tune into this show and, and all the buzz we were able to generate on such short notice. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't do it without, without uh, you know, the people that are on screen with me, but also just, just you guys watching this community, which that we've created. So I just, I just want to say I appreciate you guys one more time. Uh, you're the best. Russell Pierce is great. It's growing. Uh, it's, it's on the rise. We got shit coming. Uh, so I, I just want to say, you know, thank you to everybody. Yeah, man. Good follows, good follows. We appreciate everyone. Of course, like, subscribe if you haven't already. On Pure is tomorrow, like I just said. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You know, you've been with us for nearly three hours, so why haven't you subscribed yet? And um, yeah, man. Peace. Appreciate you. Peace.